Ooh, give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful. Yes, Sirski. Back in the building, man. Know the vibes. I will tell you this is an untitled podcast, but you already knew that. We'll tell you this greatest show on earth. You already knew that. 
We'll tell you just your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, but you probably knew that too. So, uh, with that, man, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 75. 75. We got we got a producer. Producer, what episode number are you on? 76. Is it six? 74. 74? 74. Episode 74. Come on, come on, producer. Come on. I need you. Need you working now. We're gonna be here. We need you working, man. So, um, you know, we've been bringing on friends of the show. I would like to label this as family of the show. Um, you know, one of the uh, y'all see his first see. This ain't his first time on here. He doing shit. He got no business doing. But uh, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like kids, man. They just touch shit and do shit. But um, this your this was your third time. It's your third time on? Um, yeah, bro. It's my third time. Yeah, third. Here. But this your first solo job. Yeah, like, like solo episode. You know how Marvel got the Avengers movies and it'd be like the little groups. Like this is like this is solo yeah, yeah yeah. This is first. It's like this is like the Black Panther for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I was t- in everybody else shit. Though. Yeah, using everybody else shit. Now nah, you done pulled up. Everybody want to hear you. So we here, man. So uh, my guy, man, Young Scrap. Yo, yo, what's going on, man? Give, give, give you a round of applause. Everybody need a round of applause. Hey, I'm just happy to be here, man. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. It's been a, it's been a real stressful week, dog. I had a lot of stuff going on, but uh, hey, it's Friday. Hey, we made it, bro. Yes, yeah, another Friday, man. It's another Friday. Um, once How you again, doing, bro? You know we got. We got come on, on, man. See, that's why you, my guy. Don't man. I done done. A set, was it seventy four episodes? Don't nobody ever ask me how I'm doing. They used to back in the day. They did, they did. They did. They did. They did. We're, we're provoking. You know, had to provoke it a little yeah. bit. But niggas ask. You got to kind of. You know. I'm blessed, man. I'm doing. I'm doing well, man. Um, been a busy week. Long week. I've been sleeping my desk all week at work. It's been, uh, <laughs> Life, yeah, 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 man. It's been, it's been a week, but it's been, it's. I, I've learned, man, like to really like start like expressing gratitude for certain things, man, because I've realized it could always be worse. So I'm tired as hell, you know what I mean? Like, you know, but again, it could be worse. I could have all the energy in the world because I ain't doing shit. I ain't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so because of that, man, I'm just happy to be, to be here, man. Happy to be, you know, around, around friends. So we also, um, we are testing out a new producer. Um, I don't know how long this is going to go. Um, this is probably going to be your first and last episode as producer man she done had all these ideas for this show since the show started you know what i mean i'm talking from the inception she done had little ideas so we're gonna see we're gonna let her produce is, is this her this is her first live recording huh mm-hmm. oh, wow. yeah yeah we yeah we are we are filming this episode in front of a live studio audience it's like a little 90 sitcom it's like fan it's like it's like family man so little there you go see now you get it yeah there you go there so is go. it like one of this? Is this like a sitcom where we like break the fourth wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we like talk to the audience. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's literally the break yeah, the fourth yeah. wall. Like this, this is the definition of it. And then we got a producer. Let us know. She gonna let me know when to hit my little keys and okay. shit. You know, we got. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go. Let's try. You know, we did the applause. Was, applause went well. You don't even know what's on the board. She don't. We didn't rehearse any of this before. Yeah, yeah we was winging it. I mean, them the best episodes. If you, we was well, if, you it. if you listen. Got 
We here, man. We got ooh, look at your auntie. That's my favorite. Damn, look at your auntie. <laughs> 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 look at your auntie. Yeah, man. We got that's, we my, got that's that. my favorite joint. Yeah, it don't man. it don't get no love though. It don't get played like every five episodes. Yeah, cause we don't, we don't, we, we 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 don't have as many moments. In the episodes, they they used to play that shit all the time. Now that shit pop up maybe every five six episodes. We can't just, you know, just drop it, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, the damn look at your auntie is definitely a crowd favorite. For sure, it's absolutely a crowd favorite. That's, that's very true. So the producer has a mic. Anytime you want to chime in, you can turn your mic on. And, and, you know. But don't say too much. But you can't say too much. Don't do that. Because this is my guy's episode. <laughs> and as soon as you start talking, yeah, as soon as you start talking, then now you're taking shine away from my boy, man. So, uh, we'll be remiss if we didn't start from the top with uh, RPs and condolences and all that good stuff to uh, the legendary Bill Russell who passed last Sunday. Actually, the pod dropped and, and it was was it Sunday? I, I think yeah, it was Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. It was Sunday, it was Sunday, Sunday. man. Yep, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday mid morning, about ten eleven o'clock. We found out about it. Um, legend passed 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 peacefully. Yeah, man, which is which is always good, man. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in my sleep too. But um, but yeah, man, past Bill Real Russell, legendary um player and coach, uh, first pioneer, ap- yeah pioneer. pioneer, first African American head coach in a in major Both. American sports. Um, forget about that. Yeah, yeah, first, first Very nine first. nine time yeah. NBA champion as a player, two time NBA champion as a coach. Yeah. Um, just legendary. Anytime you see those pictures of, of Ali and, and Jim Brown, you could bet Bill Russell somewhere in that mix as well, man. Leading that civil rights movement. Um, did a lot. You know, actually, it's funny. I always talk about how I hate the Celtics, right? And I hate Boston. It's anything Boston. It's the Celtics, the Red Sox, all that shit. Yeah. And reason being part of the reason was before I was even a Lakers fan. Was the stories that I was told about how Bill Russell got treated in Boston? Bro, you heard like they broken it, like yeah, broken his house, shit in the bed, yeah, like bro- yeah. broken. And but before they even did that, when he was a rookie um, in Boston, no one he couldn't buy a house; they wouldn't sell him one. So he had a he could he had nowhere to live. Like he was just trying to find a place. And then mm-hmm. obviously the story goes that he he got a spot, broke into it, vandalized the crib, shit, shit in the, the bed, wrote on the walls, all kinds of shit. And this is him as a superstar. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is him coming in nine straight championships as a Celtic. You know what I mean? And this is the, the kind of bro, things you, he get. Bro, imagine that level of greatness you gotta be. Eleven championships in thirteen years, bro. It's nuts. That's crazy. Nobody's ever gonna put up anything nah, like that ever again. Nah, absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. And you hear the people talk about, you know, I mean, I've used it in arguments. The NBA at that time, you know, probably what 15, 16 teams is not as, as robust. Was it as even it. that many? I probably think it was not. Less than, I think it's probably it, like twelve. Now, granted, when he was playing, I think it was like twelve, maybe like mm-hmm. ten or twelve teams. It wasn't that many. Yeah, absolutely not. But still, to to dominate at that level. Because you can say there was twelve teams, but that's but exactly and there were still <laughs> eleven. The and the thing is, you still had eleven other teams who didn't win nine championships. Right. You know what I mean? So hey, but he, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you though. Them them Celtic, them Celtic teams that he was on, them joints were stacked. Yeah, for that time. For that time. For that time. Yeah. I mean, I still say Bob Cousy couldn't guard me. Man, if he come in front of me doing that little patty pat shit, man, I'm gonna rip him. I, I can. Get it's you. a wrap. Yeah, nah, that's I'm that's, sorry. That's true. He was Houdini for them though. He was that guy back He's then, man. Now, yeah, so so where you where you, where man where you rank Bill Russell? 
in yeah. your top NBA players, bro? If it is he in your top ten, top fifteen? He's got to be. That's tough, man. He's got to be at least top five, right? Give me, give me your. Well, I don't know if he's top five. That's hard, man. Because for give me, me give when me you top ten, give me a top ten. My top, my top ten. Your top ten. My top, my top, no particular order. Oh, thank God! All right, just my top. Okay, top ten NBA players, no particular order. Um, obviously, Kobe's gonna be in there. Um, Michael Jordan's in there. Um, LeBron's in there. Um, after that, man, I mean, Allen Iverson's gonna be in my top ten. Um, Will Chamberlain's in my top ten. Bill Russell's in my top ten. Um, Shaq's in my top ten. Uh, that's a seven. Got three more. Steph's in my top ten. That's fair. Eight. Um, we got two more slots in my top ten. Uh, Kareem, obviously, and Magic. Okay, it's my that's ten. Tough. That's, I, I, I yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, that's my ten. That's my ten, man. That's tough though. That's why I could. It's hard to rank them. It's hard to rank them. What well, you like? And that's why I said no particular order, bro. Because we can sit here and argue all day. Um. About the order, some people put Braun number one. Some people don't put MJ number one. I mean, some the thing, people put Kobe all the way at the bottom. I mean, um, the thing is, you got eras, you got styles of play, you got all these different factors that go into it, right? Like even competition levels. I mean, you just spoke to Bill Russell not having as many guys in the league as when he, you know, as he is a player as now. I mean, I would say right now this is the hardest time to be an NBA player, um, just because of the skill level. Like these Absolutely. little these little niggas Absolutely. coming out of high school going crazy, you know what I mean? So it's a different level. And back then we saw guys who were legends, you know, struggle fresh out. Cole, you know, wasn't Cole fresh out. Yeah, KG wasn't yeah, KG wasn't KG fresh out. A lot honestly, of these guys. Yeah, honestly, bro, like I think when I look at NBA players, especially mm-hmm. like we gotta look at who revolutionized the game, like who changed the fucking game. Yeah. Outside of, I, just and that's outside of stats and you know all that other stuff like Steph argument. I mean you know yeah greatest shooter all greatest time. shooter all time. He got to go in your top ten. The boy got four championships. Four um, and I, that's another thing you got to look at too championships wins. And and that's why um, I say because everybody's list is different, right? Like people credit um, LeBron because of all the finals he's been to. I'm not LeBron because I look at the finals he lost. Now say in my list, my list is going to be full of guys who've won. Because to me, that's most that to me to me is more important. I've always said you can get a triple double if you lose a game, it doesn't matter. And I said LeBron's a leader in like these meaningless between him and Russell Westbrook, they're the leaders <laughs> of the meaningless triple doubles. Like they're gonna give you thirty points, uh, ten assists, and fifteen rebounds, Russ, and you Russ, lose. Russ in his own in his league, in his and I love Russ. I love Russ. Russ. Cool, I need him to fuck out of L.A., but I love Russ. Then he gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. That shit's gotta. As a, as, a, as a fellow Lakers fan, they didn't gotta go. Mm-hmm. But did you see the ladies? Quick sport. I know we in a little sports mode. Yeah, get up out of here. But did you see the? Um, they had like a trade package. They were talking about like earlier today. Yeah, and it was like sending Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks, sending Russ to uh, to Utah. <laughs> Yeah, and right. Utah buying buy him out immediately. Immediately, because they've been calling him nigga for a long time in Utah. <laughs> yeah. He go to Salt Lake City. They call him. Yeah. They call him nigga immediately. And they shipping like they might not even put Westbrook on the back of his jersey. They probably just put nigga on the back of his jersey. He gotta get the fuck out of Utah. He can't be in Utah. Yeah, I'm they sorry. They gonna buy him out immediately, and they shipping like 
Jordan Clarkson or somebody else to L.A. But all Utah gets is, is Russell Westbrook and a bunch of picks. Which, you know what type of time they on already. Yeah. They already been unloaded. The, uh, yeah, they, they already been trying they to get rid of yeah. they, 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 they've been, they've been a fire having a fire cell on their players. And you know what? That's one of the things that bothers me about the whole... The, and you remember when LeBron was coming down late, and me and you, yeah. I mean, we talk all the time about everything. And, but we had a conversation. I, I remember saying, "I don't want LeBron in LA. I don't I want you." Yeah, and it was like because now I'm looking at these trade packages, and I've seen a few of them, and all we're doing is bringing back our guys, the ones that been in LA that we never should have got rid of. I saw, Jordan I saw Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson bring them back. I remember, uh, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year when uh, D'Angelo Russell was a free agent. Let's bring back D, uh, D'Angelo. Lonzo Ball's free agent. Let's bring back Lonzo. Like, we should never got rid of him in the first place. Like, let's bring all these guys back for what? I mean, even now, I remember seeing a trade package that would have brought, um, that would bring uh, Buddy Hill down. We should get that in the that first place. place. Instead of goddamn getting rid So of now we got rid of all these guys, bringing Russ, and then we're going to get rid of more guys to bring in. We ain't, we ain't got but two draft picks. We ain't got to pick till 2027. 2027, 2027. It's 2022. Right. It's 2022. Five years. And I will say the I Lakers. I don't know who thought. It was Braun. <laughs> Actually, no. It was Braun. Mm-hmm. Who cleared that shit for us to bring Russell Westbrook in. That shit was a god-awful terrible idea. We should have just traded for Now, granted, we was about to overpay for Buddy Hill. But that's here's the thing. We, we the were. fit, the we we were, the but was, the fit was dead. But we but overpaid. We but, but we overpaid for Russell Westbrook. You ask me for what we got out of it. Now, granted, I don't put all the blame on Russ. In the light, light, light scrap said, ladies, fast forward to like the twenty-two minute mark. Our producers laughing because last time we said this shit, we went further than that. But just fast forward. I'm sorry, we gotta get this shit out of the way, and then we'll get to all the bullshit y'all like to hear. Um, but I mean, we. We were going to overpay regardless, you know what I mean? But in, in our, to, to Russell Westbrook's credit, AD was hurt a lot of the season. Braun was in and out. You know what I mean? He was Russell was the only central figure. The issue is that we thought he could do what he did in OKC that year, where he can carry us to wins when everybody's not there, then when they get everybody back. But he's he not that guy that anymore. He's that guy then. Yeah, it's he's definitely not that guy now. It's like MB said about um, Harden, right? Like y'all thought we thought we were getting the thirty points a night. He's just not that guy no more. And it's okay. They're not young, yo. Hey, Russ, hey, all hey, the boys thirty three, thirty four. They're not young no hey, more. James Harden said he he, about, he getting in shape this summer, bro. Man, his he fat ass say that shit every year, man. <laughs> yeah, he gonna get this. He about to show y'all boys. He gonna get his ass. He he right there, man. That nigga eating the Philly cheesesteak as we speak. I want to hear that shit, man. Man, say he got he got a shelf. I believe it, but what's the chef cooking is a problem. Yeah, I'm sure. Good shit. Philly cheese steaks and burgers and all kind of shit. Yeah, he and the shit going crazy. He probably got a little baby in the shit. Remember he was there with a little baby fucking rapping back and forth and shit? And now he has to put out in the second round. Them boys is besties. Remember the boy got each other Twinkies for their birthdays? Remember that? They got nigga a bag full of Twinkies. Remember he gave that nigga like $100,000? It was some crazy amount of money. And a watch. Yeah. I was like, these boys gay. I think the boys humping. <laughs> that's what I thought in my head. I know that's probably not the truth, but I was like, this shit kind of gay. That fucked up. If I gave you hundred k, you my guy. If I had, I give you hundred k for your birthday. If I had it, yeah, it was a it was a hundred k in a backpack, like in like a Gucci backpack and something else. I mean, yeah, I get it. But I mean, you my guy, bro. If I had hundred k to give you for your birthday, I get it to you. I don't know. 
something. A little Gucci backpack too. And boys being Paris and shit. I think it's so, different. Like now, if I got you like some Gucci shoes, that's gay because I know your shoe size. That's not like right. why the fuck do I know your shoe size? I mean, nah, that's I mean niggas might know other niggas shoes. That's not that's not fair. That's a little gay. I don't know what size shoe you wear right now, bro. I have no clue. We've been best friends for years. I have no idea. I know you were over a nine, but that's it. I mean, I know you, you were like an eight and a half. Don't, don't put our business out there. Don't do that. Nobody asks what I should wear. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm just all. It's, it's actually eight. I apologize. It's eight. It is your show, too. My it bad. is. Don't worry about it. I'll be. You can leave it out. out. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm, be, I'm beeping the fuck out of that. You got me fucked up. You can call me Little Foot Larry. <laughs> Yo, first thing you say, nigga, foot little, nigga, dick little. See what I'm saying? I don't like that. Don't do that to me. That's that's a rumor mill thing. Yeah, that's a. Day. I'm just saying. Haley, is that like a real thing? Producer, 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 Hutch. I can't confirm or deny. Then what are you here for? <laughs> Listen. Okay, have you had a nigga with a big foot before? Yes. Have you had a nigga with a little foot before? No, they're all their shoe sizes have been kind of. Oh, hey, Haley, only fucking with the hammers. <laughs> 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 My girl said all their shoe sizes have been comparable. Them boys at least 12s are better. 12s are better. Hey, Bigfoots. Sasquatch. So you have a shoe fetish? No. You, you got a foot, foot Bigfoot fetish? They just so happen to all like wear around the same shoe size. And what sure. about and what about or no, have that, you those not have been different. Attention. Those have been different. Mm. So you had a Bigfoot in the shirt? No. But they weren't all the same size. Okay. So that's a rumor. It uh, Honestly, it is. Okay. It is. What about your friends? I, I mean. I can't confirm or deny. Yes, you can. You're just being lame. Turn your mic back off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We'll, we'll bring you back in next next oh, topic. We ain't got time for that me. shit. Yeah, next segment. We thought we were going to get some juicy shit early in the pod. Here she go. Um, So <laughs> shifting gears, man. Um, I don't know where we're going to go with this one. Uh, mystical. Hey man, they got he got to get locked up, bro. He told he warned y'all though. He's got a problem. He's got he warned y'all. He made a song all about it. He's got a danger. And now he. But did you read the report though? About no, I didn't. You didn't like read it. I couldn't. I knew what it was. I did. I mean, I knew. I mean, outside of the fact that he raped he raped somebody else, but yeah, but honestly, all just aside, it was like I just knew it was nasty. When I say nasty, like this, he was wilding. I didn't want to see it. I just feel the same way you feel. That nigga, he'd be like, it's really, he got a problem. Like, something, because this, this has been a multiple thing. Like, you know this, is third, multiple. this is third time. The first time was like in the earth, like when that nigga was peak career. He's like beating him, like, you know, like it's it's, it's, it's wild. So, like, the first time, I forgot what the charges were exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think they were like assault and battery and like rape. Or no, it was like sexual assault. It was sexual assault, but you know they locked that nigga up for like six years the first time, and then the second time, which was maybe like four or five years ago, he got locked up again for sexual assault. They locked him up. He stayed in there for probably like a year and a half, and then apparently he got out on like a three million dollar bond. Apparently he had like signed with like some record label. That's three hundred k though. Ten percent is three hundred k. On a mil, on a mil. Shit, three three mil, right? Three mil. Yeah, ten percent is three hundred k, right? You know, I ain't no math whiz. Is my math right? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah that's so right. Three, yeah, three hundred k. That's a. They'll get you out. Uh, uh, the label will get you out of you if you making the money. They sign you. They'll get you out on that. That's a cash advance. 
They'll get it on the back end. So this time, so I read, I, like, I really, like, when they put, when they said that the nigga got arrested again, I was like, man, what the fuck? Is this? I knew the nigga got locked up for raping somebody, obviously, right. but I wanted to see what the fuck he had going on. So allegedly, allegedly. Ain't no legend. He did that shit. He did. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. He did the shit. But the girl was like, she went over there to chill. She went over there to chill with him, um, and he started like wilding out because he was like, she stole a hundred dollars from him. Hundred dollars. She stole a hundred. She stole a hundred dollars from him. That's not like a drug problem. Yeah. Man. Okay. So she stole. She stole a hundred dollars from him. Um. So he was start wilding out on her like, "Hey, give my hundred dollars back. He wanted his money. Blah 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 blah." Um. So apparently he like, in the in the con in the midst of the conflict, he ended up like choking her out. Uh, he choked her, punched her, um, pulled out some braids. And then he got horny. Like this is really like. So he did. This he, is in the report, bro. Yeah, like, but my thing is, you did all that. Then you got horny. Like here's the wild shit, right? And this I is what gets me. So that happened. He took. Uh, he took her phone and her keys, so she couldn't leave. Um. So she like started help. She started looking around the house for the money to like try to find the money or whatever. And um, that turned them all. He got a hide and seek fetish, and uh, she said like his mood. He kept having like mood swings. Like he'll be like rape. He'll be where my money at. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, he's like I'm so sorry. You know what I mean it. Can you pray with me? Blah blah blah. Like she said, he was having mood swings like that. Then um, he took the coochie. Yeah, he was like, "Can I feel you?" Like this is literally what the report said. He said, "Can I feel you?" She was like. No, um, he pushed on the bed, raped her. Here's the thing, right? And I don't mean to make light of rape because it's not funny at all. But what's wild to me is just mentally where you got to be at, right? Like, when I'm having sex with a woman, right? Like, I really want her to enjoy this shit, right? So, you raping, I'm sure, like, there's tears. I'm, I'm sure it's a whole, like, Traumatic ass experience And you just keep Like you gotta be In a real fucked up spot You gotta be be clocked out Like that's wild You gotta be clocked out Yeah that's wild You got me raped her So he raped her Then um He gave her Uh He started screaming About the money again He told her To cash after He should do that From the jump Right Told her to cash after That was she You know what Not to blame her For anything I'd have cashed That nigga hundred dollars Got the fuck out of there Gave her the uh, so he was like, Give me the phone. He was like, uh, took her phone, put his he had gave her her phone back, but he took the phone again, um, after she put in her cash up information. And he wait for this, part, this is really not funny because it's part of the right story. He wait for her to do like a little face thing, dude. Hmm? No, go ahead. No, 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 everybody should not set up like that. That's, fair. that's a that's a that's a setting. This shit really not funny. Cause it's a rape story, but the nigga cashed out himself one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so the fifty went to pain and suffering. Yeah, so the nigga cashed out himself one hundred and fifty dollars. That's true. Gave her her phone and her keys back, and she left. But when she left, she called one of her homegirls, told her to meet her at the hospital, and she went straight to the hospital, got the rape kit, 
and um, the police came. Like she gave her all. She gave like the whole story. In the story, like the markings, like that she has on her body, or whatever, or consistent with, and was consistent with the story that she gave. Yo, salute to her for doing that, man. For just getting that out of the way, because I know for a lot of people go home and just yeah. sit on it, blah blah blah. And and it's tough because you can't blame you know I mean them for doing it. Like that's a wild ass experience. I couldn't imagine like and people say all the time when it comes to these things like you shouldn't have to bring your sister or your mother or your you know into it but in some situations that does help kind of personalize it right it's hard to imagine the effects of these things for someone you don't know but when you say like imagine just your sister and immediately niggas like click like oh wait nah you know what i'm saying because yeah, that like that the whole act of it is so wild right like you right. just i mean it, to me to me i can't imagine bro like anytime i've seen i remember anytime i've seen a woman uncomfortable it makes me just uncomfortable. This in a space to where they just don't, you know. what I mean, you can always tell like they may like shift yeah, in it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so like we both do. When I see like when I see my female friends be uncomfortable, I immediately check this. I'm just like, all right, yeah, we gotta go, or we gonna have to, you know, yeah, chill like, out, blah blah blah. <clears throat> like that shit just not cool, man. And I think a lot of the, a lot like. There's friend groups or friend circles where that behavior is like is like semi accepted, mm-hmm. and like it goes unchecked. And bro, there's a there there's a thought there's there's a, a group of and I don't want to say women because um, it's people who say that we as men don't check our friends on that type of behavior, right? Like we don't necessarily, you know, what I mean. Now I know, and I've said before, I know what my when we're we're lucky enough, we we pretty much got the same friend group. Mm-hmm. We're lucky enough where we don't really have friends that move on that type of time. Mm-hmm. But do you, as a man, do you feel like that's something that we should do more of, or do you feel like we do enough of it? I think it's our responsibility to police it. Um, like like you said, we we're fortunate enough to have a friend group where that's never been a thing. Because back in the day, we got hoes. We don't do that no more, though. We don't do that. But, you know, we never had to do all of that. We never have to force ourselves into, like, a situation. We was okay with walking away from shit. Oh, yeah. If I'm like, going to take it, I'm going to take it. Yeah, that's yeah, like, like, it is. Yeah. like, oh, it's not my night. And that's, and, and to be real with you, because cause I've heard, I've heard. I get enough dubs to Come where on. this L is not I'm okay. <laughs> and to be real with you, like one thing I've realized and I've noticed, because a lot of times you get from a lot, and I know like some of my young boys are telling me, right? They'll say, "Well, big bro, I don't, I don't know what this man do when he go home. Like, I don't know." And that's fair. But you slick, dude. Though you, you do, but you but that's don't. That's your friend. You kind of know. So here's a telltale sign. Here's a telltale sign. The Nick, the, the friend you got that can't go home without something. That's the one you gotta watch. That the one who just can't say tonight ain't, ain't the night. Yeah, the one who gotta no matter what he has to take something home. He'll that's the friend that is the, is it the the big girl? He'll take the L on the friend. Is it the one who may not be as attractive? I mean, he's My the boy one gonna hit anything. He that that friend is the one to watch. Now granted, they do come in handy every now. And nah, they they they. I mean, hey, it's something that it, it's so. Also, there's also some things I hear who gonna take that L. Mm-hmm. They'll go home with nothing. But if everybody else got some, they feel like they gotta 
And you gotta take that that ugly friend. But me and you've you had me, me and you had conversations, right? That's one of the things when me and you really got close. We had conversations about how we both knew our role and how to play it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And different like you could put like me me and you always say you put me and you in a room and we and I and our roles would vary depending on what's going on in the room, but it would always be a win, right? And I think some niggas like in certain situations just don't know. Or can't accept a certain rule. They can't accept the like I've been in rooms where maybe this not the night I'm gonna take something home, but I can facilitate enough in this room to where my guy's gonna win. And I'm gonna go home And honestly, bro. It's gonna be me and Tasty Blacks TastyBlacks.com. And I'm okay with that. Tasty Blacks has been good to me. <laughs> it's a good network of different, you know, different varying types and and you know what yeah, I mean? Bro. You know, it's it's okay. I think it comes like it comes down to what well, everybody first of all Every friend group, in every friend group. First of all, every friend, fr- every in every friend group ain't a friend group. That's Y'all got to really be friends to begin with. So that's but the, also the beginning. We of have it. to establish that depending on the temperature of the room, roles may change, mm-hmm. and you also have to be cognizant of that. Yep. Now I'm a free floating nigga, so like back in the day. <laughs> clear. I love um, that we got that we on that type time now that yeah, we that we gotta clarify the back of the day. I can either be a the facilitator, then the a a the facilitator slash engager, where I I find out all the information and then I just put everybody on, mm-hmm. or B I could be the one that kind of sit back and just I'm gonna let y'all do the work and then I'm just gonna kind of find my little my little niche. And, Kind of get into it whenever I get there. Now, more t- more times than not, I'm the engager, and you know I'm okay with that. I've always said that you'll talk to a stop sign. You thought it was talking back. Oh yeah, but that's I'm always been anybody. a win. Yeah, yeah. I'm anybody. It's a it's a whole. Um, I remember the. Uh, it's like the Miami story. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the Miami story. Um, can I tell that story? Yeah, you told it before, actually. On the pod? On the pod, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, cool. I, I forgot told who you were talking to. I don't it must have been when it must have been when Taryn though. No, it no, no, wasn't. No, 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 no. It was it separate was like, it, was like Ian. it was like Ian. Yeah. I it might be Ian, Ian and Kev story. or somebody. But yeah, it so been Ian and Kev actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically yeah. so we was in Miami and you went walking off and and, and, and niggas was like, damn, you ain't gonna I said, nah, bro, good. And then ten minutes later you text me. A turn around. Well, no, no, no. Remember what happened. Let me correct the story. What actually happened was um, the girls that was in the cabana, that I was in the cabana with, remember, they had walked past before. They had sent the thick one. They had sent the thick one. It was two of them. It was was four of them. It was four of them. But... They two of them had walked past and they had sent the thick friend to get our walking attention. by with a thong bikini on to get our attention. To get well, it wasn't even us attention. It was just everybody, anybody's attention. And they told us this, like we're not making this up. They told us, like, now nah, we sent her to go down. So the, the, I did yeah, go walking. Go I did go walk down the beach. I did go walk down the beach because I just wanted to see what was popping, see if I could run into somebody, find somebody with it. So when I came back, they were still sitting there talking. So I'm just like, well, shit. That bitch up in the in the cabana with the rest of the girls. I was like, "Well, I go see what they talking about." Mm-hmm. It's like, "You sure?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." So I went up there. I was talking to him. This nigga laying in the middle of the cabana, and like yeah. The they, bed. Say, they looked up. I was laying in the cabana with the girls. I like been looking. I'm talking about in the cabana, like, like I was I'm talking in like there was, in the middle. Cabana, of it was a little bed. It's four girls. Yes, this nigga is in the bed with his feet up, just yeah, chilling. I was chilling. So I'm I'm doing the math, right? Because it was me, him, 
But then the other niggas we were talking to, it was three of them. It was three of them, yeah. So it's five yeah. and it's four. So somebody got to take it. So I started doing the math. I'm like, not going to be me. We paid too much for this room. I'm cool. I'm going up. Y'all boy do what y'all want to. The wild part about it is that when we went up there, them boys ain't even. Bruh, so like you said, when I went up there and I was talking to them, they literally had sit the thick bitch down there to like gather up niggas. And she had a boyfriend And when she Like she had like a Cause I felt like She was like She said they sent her But she wasn't with the shits Like she wasn't really trying um, to Um I can't remember I remember I remember some of I remember for sure She was like off limits for, for whatever reason She wasn't doing nothing But she yeah. was like Y'all can talk to my Whatever whatever But, but they, they definitely set her down there On like a, 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 She was a on a mission. mission Yeah for sure A recon mission I was like oh shit Well the wild part was that them niggas walked up and was like, we about to go to such and such restaurant. Yeah. Like, y'all boys not going. And the girls was like, damn, y'all friends not going, y'all friends not going to uh, chill, you know, come chill with us? I'm like, I guess not. So it's me and Scrap, as usual. Because really, because really. You all the land work. You ain't have to do nothing. All you have to do is like, my, hey, you know what's hey, funny? my name is. You know what's funny about that? Is that if you remember one of the like cause so me so me so we was cool, me and Scott was cool, but like when we really got close, there was a series of events that led to it. And part of it was the group of friends we were we were with, we would all go out. And when we went out, um certain things would go on, but we started realizing we would always be on the same page. And at some point in the night, we would separate ourselves from the group. And do our own thing And it just kept happening yeah. And then it went from dad to Me hitting them Like hey bro Like you going out Yeah I right, bet And then we me, We would ride together And meet well, you know, the The first time we did it we I think it was Orange Crush It was Orange Crush It was Orange Crush But see <laughs> The difference is Like we'll be meeting up with folk But like I have like A sub plan In the plan mm-hmm. I'll be like well bro We gonna still meet them up But we gonna stop here first Yep Or we gonna stop here And then go here Yep but see, my event, my adventure plan be way better than what the group plan was. Because them niggas was hanging out with niggas and like his sub plan like involved us meeting Bitches. up with women. So like yo, it was ben, women. like yo, then I'm we going, meet with the I'm going here. But it was a perfect, it was a perfect fit because we were meeting up with them first. But also, we played our roles perfectly. Like he would be the one doing the majority of the talking. Like I didn't do the talking, but what I would also do is I'd be the one with the jokes. So now he's doing the talking. I'm cracking the jokes. They laughing, enjoying the conversation. Next thing you know, it's a take your pick. Just choose. Like, you know what I mean? Because no, and then even then, you can know you and, and always you I mean scrap can attest to it. We also, you would know. And also our group of like our group of friends had like like role identity problems too. So like it kind of like It's very fair. Sometimes niggas didn't know how to like like Nigga, the it's a lot of a lot of times because it's, it's and that was when you like when we talk about playing roles. When you get certain folks who just gotta be the star in each situation, they can't win. Like sometimes, if we take it to a basketball turn, sometimes all I need you to do is stand in that corner and shoot that bitch when you get the ball if you open. That's all I need. Don't do nothing else. Just stay over there and wait. The ball gonna come your way. Start every time, bro. And yeah. honestly. I've been in situations where I'm not a star. I'm okay with not being a star. I'm always good at being a star. I don't even want you to remember my name. I, I wish I could go in here and not do no work. Or just, you know, talk to whoever. Like, mm-hmm. when you got to actually facilitate, that's a job. Facilitation. Put me in the corner. Opening people up. 
making this person laugh, making these people feel comfortable with this person. This, sometimes you gotta, cause when part of being a facilitator is also catering to your friends. So like you gotta learn these girls, but you also gotta know your friends. So you gotta you gotta throw the ball in their court. Like Boosie so said, boom, you got you talking to this girl. She said X, Y, and Z. Kind of toss this alley to this man. Go to the next girl. Toss this alley to the next one. Give this man, give this man a clear layup to the lane. Like that's part of all of it. Okay, so in the midst of you still getting you. So producer, we got a question. I got a question for the producer. I'm listening. Bet. So you're in a in, in a situation where it's a group of girls, your friends, and a group of guys, right? You can all can can y'all normally tell the guy who's doing too much? Oh, for sure. Okay. And what do y'all talk about him amongst each other? Is there a group text? It's probably afterwards. Yes. And that's oh, what, it's, that always, is, it's always afterwards. So it's like, after, unless it's so like much. overbearing in the moment, then yeah, we'll talk about it right then and there, but it's always afterwards. Okay. But y'all always notice like he's yeah. the, okay, yes. okay. And so, so, so second question. Okay. Do y'all do, so I know the person who's, who's doing too much always stands out. So have y'all ever, do y'all understand the roles of like guy friend groups? Where you be like, well, such and such was facilitating doing X, Y, and Z. No, well, at least for me, I've never thought about it that way until you were explaining it. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Like that makes perfect sense. But no, I think like in the moment, I've, I haven't, I've never picked up on that. Okay. That's, 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 that means we're doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that's what I said. That means we did it right. That means we did it right. That means we did it right. We just think you're just coming over here just being friendly. We not thinking like in your mind like, oh, like this one can work well, with this friend, this thing, one can work the with thing, that friend. The thing, thing, yeah, the, the thing fair, about it is not like it's a previous discussion yeah, that we're having. It happens. It, it just, just happens on its own. Like you read the room. But, you, but at the end of the but at the end of the night, we all, you just like y'all recap, we recap, and we be like, yeah, bro, you was good for doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. A, B, and C. Yeah. And that's kind of how you learn what your roles are. Because yeah. everybody just doesn't. Um, a good, everybody doesn't, does, everybody a good, doesn't do everything. A good same. facilitator reads the room well. So you'll be in a situation where maybe the, the girl, you yeah, there were a group of girls, or a certain girl in that group will say something. And a good facilitator will pick up on that and immediately think, oh, that's you right there. And like, really, oh, well, shit, he. Yeah, and then you kind of connect those dots, right? A good facilitator is a great. A good facilitator is a great dot connector, right? Like, okay, you know what? You work well with that, so I'm gonna let y'all. Now, if you fuck that up, that's on you. Now, also, we also have to be, we have to be cognizant of that. In most friend groups, it's good to have two facilitators. A because, more so because if if facilitator A is taking an L. Cause it's sometimes where you get in a room and the facilitator starts reading the room, and despite what you're trying to do, the room ain't rocking with you. So now you gotta have a plan. So you gotta B. have a backup plan. You gotta have a backup plan. You gotta have a facilitator B who can come in and yep. work the room too. Yeah. Now, the caveat to that is normally we're in the room with these women for a reason. Mm-hmm. Whomever was the reason that we're in said room needs to actually be the facilitator. That's a fact. So, like, normally, for instance, let me let me give you an example. That's a so, gym. Hmm? That's a gym. It no, was. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. That's actually a Honestly, gym. it is, bro. Like, so, for instance, say, all right, Haley, say, for instance, I talk, me and you be talking on the phone or whatever. You got your group of five friends. I got my group of five, six friends. And we all end up. 
say y'all pregame about to go somewhere, we all come up over there, we're going to all go out together, right? Mm-hmm. Naturally, because I talk to you, I have to facilitate the room. I'm in control of the room because we're only here because of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't walk in here and expect all my niggas to goddamn. Now, it can happen that way, but I'm the connection to everybody in the room. Yeah, so I got to. And I think also in that same token, that's when it becomes a tandem thing, right? So yeah, how you say you're talking to Haley, you and Haley almost have yeah. to work in tandem oh, yeah, to yeah. make this really to be make a, it thing. a thing. Because if she's not on that same page as you, it doesn't work as well. So, but mm-hmm. you would assume obviously she invited your friends to come through, so it should. Yeah, like but yeah, but to get niggas to mix and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, even if y'all don't work, and you know what I mean, whatever, whatever doesn't happen. If I can get y'all to mix and mingle and it becomes something where we're all comfortable, it become a thing, right? So me and you did it. Like how many times well, we had the unit at first? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. we had some activities. Like, there are plenty of times where we hung out with groups of women. We gotta, it was, we gotta stop naming these groups. Yeah. <laughs> it works. We had, a pro, we had an issue. Now, yeah. looking back on it, that's it. You still do it. We be naming You still do it. I be seeing on Instagram. You still be naming your groups. Do I? I'm yeah, gonna... it's it's another group. Oh, yeah, okay. what's the group? The it's trio. yeah. I was say I knew it was oh, another group. Yeah, like it's part of that, it. That, but but you accepted it. I didn't do that. It's not wrong with it though. But yeah, we had the unit. Then we had some activities, and this is unit, then we had a unit two point Oh, we did have Remember unit two point That's when yeah, that's we had that, traded a person out and added somebody in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody didn't fit. Well, they fit, but they just weren't. Yeah. Then we had some activities. But it was. The unit was a, was a, was a unit was a legendary. No, no, no. The unit was a legendary era. That was a legendary. That was a good era. I actually remember we started the unit during Orange Crush. It happened at the Orange you, Crush. Yeah, the unit was a, a it was birth it was birth and it was birth on Orange Crush. Yeah. It was birth on Orange, Orange Crush. Crush. Um yeah, because the what was it? How many was with us? That was it. Two out of the four. It was two, but remember we ended up going back maybe like a couple of weeks later on some random shit. Yo, and Sino, this is this is proof of two things. One is proof that men can have attractive platonic women friends. Yeah, that's one. And two is also proof that you can actually win in having. Time because of the the outsourcing that happens from having attractive women friends, you ain't got to try to hit everything. It's my point. Like you just become weird. They talk about you too, producer. Ain't that true? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, but that's also part of the the niggas that you got to watch. The one that try to hit everything. Oh my god, that's the nastiest nigga in the group. Not nastiest and freaky. This nastiest and bro, like. But after a while you stop hanging out with that nigga. I know I do. I can't come out with you. Yeah, yeah. And if I see you out We gotta be on chill mode. Like you can't you can't be out here just going for everything, man. Like it just makes situations awkward for no reason. So mm-hmm. I have a question about that. So okay. if you notice that they are like this, do you call them out on it or like how do yeah, you handle that? Yeah, you got, you, you, do you have to like give them a pep talk before you go out and be like hey well no, no you wait till no they yeah, yeah. Oh, because you gotta give them credit they, they don't you have the benefit of that i mean you don't always assume they're going to behave that way because they don't always do it mm. but there's some that just can't resist like they have to try every time and in that moment i right, man i'll start that shit you gotta, you, hey, you gotta 
But so after you do that, is it like it clicks in their brain like, oh, let me like calm down or no. do they not care? It's not always. Oh. It depends. And, and to be honest, they may not care. They normally don't. Oh. But we do our part. But, but you tried. And also by this point, if I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this for your own good. Like you're doing more harm to yourself than good. Because what's happening is I'm saying, hey, bro, like cool out. Like you're doing Perfect. a lot. And I could, and because again, we talked about picking up on the cues, right? So when I'm saying like, "Yo, you doing a lot," it's normally because I've noticed the women that we're around right now, ain't fucking, yeah, they ain't rocking with you. So like, bro, like you know what I mean? Like, yo, cool out, like they. So if you keep going, cool. Because nine times out of ten, I I connected with mine. So if this what you, that's cool. Go ahead. Because me and we cool, like we good. It's either today, tomorrow. That's oh my god. That, this is this is a for yo. You it doesn't always have to happen that night. Oh no. Oh my god. You want, long game. Man, listen, long, long listen. Game. Hey, I feel long like game. I feel like you know you know what this feels like. Um, and I saw yeah. this um when I watched that Lakers documentary, right? Tomorrow so, the uh Magic Johnson. Yeah, the, the uh, Magic and all that was called Showtime. Showtime. Metro, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Magic went back to the All Star game, we went for All Star game. A bunch of the legends were around, and they were just kind of giving them game. And they talk about it a lot, like at All Star game, legends come back with current players and they give them game. This feels like this because I'm not in the game no more. Like I'm out the way. Clearly, I'm. But yeah, you're for sure out of yeah. the game. The reason I'm here is you being out out the game. You know what I mean? But um, is this funny because like we can give this? So listen. So to you young niggas, this this maybe listening right. Um, you don't gotta go that night. It doesn't have to happen that night. Like, how many times have you set up something a week later? Oh, easy. Eat like, all right, well, you know, we we go to the, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure produ- our producer could attest to this, but like, a it takes the pressure off. A it's two things, honestly. A you know whether or not you gonna whether you gonna fuck that night anyway. That's a fact. Point blank, period. You already know that ahead of time. Or when you meet that person, like shit, I might give him something tonight. Or B, you know what I'm saying? You know whether you gonna fuck the nigga anyway. Well, let's or ask if he, a, stay, if he stay relatively consistent. Well, let's like, a, you could. Let's ask the producer then. Let's ask that. Is that a thing? Like, do you know? Okay, so it's twofold. When y'all, when you come, when you leave the house, do you leave the house knowing it's a possibility that you may? In the second part of that is, or does it have to be? I meet a guy, whatever, whatever. Okay, cool. Tonight, he can. I have never left the house with the intentions of like, yes, this is going down tonight. Okay. Usually. Well, well, hold on. Let me you, never, you never left the house in heat? Not like, no. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. With some nigga that you don't know. No. Now, a nigga that you do know that you might have been having com- conversations with Oh, yes, prior. for sure. Like and I'm a, I know I'm gonna see this nigga tonight. Blah 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 blah. If he tried, I'm gonna give it to him. Yes, that like if we've like gotten to know each other and had a couple conversations, then yes. But not like, oh, like me and my girls going out tonight. If I meet somebody, it's going no, no. Okay, no. Which I don't think no girl actually does that. Right. I could be wrong, but I don't think no girl actually does that. And the reason why I asked that was so niggas understand that it's not a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I ask, so I say it's cool with kind of separating it and saying, okay, cool. I meet her tonight and I'm going to set this mission up for, you know, meet her on Saturday night, maybe Wednesday. 
we go out and then maybe next Saturday we, you know, link again and that would be the win, yeah. right? Because the point is, like she said, like there's it's seldom that that their women are going out and saying, Y'all meet this random ass nigga tonight and I'm turning that shit in. Now it happens. Or, it happens. Or it could be a situation where you might not be talking to this nigga, but you see him like fairly often, like because you in a friend group. Or like, oh, those know, are the best wins. Yeah, when you get that little, pre- <laughs> oh, like, like you have a pre. Oh, not you and my and bae. nigga be like, oh. I see this nigga fairly often, but oh, you and I don't my really bae. have his number type shit. But you know, every time I see him, we having a good time. We talk, you know, we kind of flirt around a little bit, and then like shit, Ooh, I just that's you hit like, with- damn, it's such a oh, you that's your girl, You be like. Hey, is such and such gonna be there? Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> that's my bad. Yeah. Ooh, when I hit her with her shit, you wanna drive back with me? It's oh, it's over with. It's over with. It's over with. Yo, she gonna ride. Yo, when she yeah. know you, it. Ooh. Yeah, girl. Okay. And you play crazy when she know you. You know her, but you act like you don't know yeah. who she is. But she know you. Oh, oh my God, winner. Yeah. Who boy? You took damn. I don't miss them times because I'm cool. Not to, not, to, not to lie, like niggas don't look at that shit like that too. Like we'll hit a we'll hit a homeboy. We like or even my uh, homegirls and be like, "Oh, hey, such and such gonna be there tonight." She be like, "Yeah, she coming." Say okay. less. Well, I might get me a dub. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, bre- I'm, I'm breaking that. Out. I'm breaking that good cologne out tonight. Goddamn yeah. it! I'm put that shit on night. Your good cologne, man. Hey, what's, your, what's your favorite men scent? You got one? I don't. Um. I think the last time somebody smoked good, I think it was like YSL. Mm. YSL was a good go-to. I think it was YSL. Hey man, let me tell y'all something. So, and this is kind of like a side note. So, this is girl. We've been side noting all episodes. Cool. Yeah, that's true. We've <laughs> not stayed on topic at all. This fine. But um, so it's this girl that goes to my gym. Um, and when I tell you, she's one of the best women I ever smelled. Like she has to bathe in that shit. Man, listen. But it's not bad for body because I had to start asking her. Cause I follow her, we follow each other on Instagram. Like we were real, real cool. Man, she puts on Tommy Girl. I didn't even know they still made Tommy Girl. That well, I was just about to say that, but she was like, she was like, on, she's like, they don't really make it no more. But you can still find it in like TJ Maxx, Marshalls type shit. She was like, it be she's like, it's Tommy Girl. But like I mix it with other stuff, but the base is always Tommy Girl. When I tell you that's some of the best shit. Oh, she's she's a she's a she's a she's a pro. Not like a pro. You in Savannah, not that kind of pro. But um she's a pro. She because I learned that. You know what's funny? That shit's eat bro, when I tell you elite smell. Yo, you like it's so specific. Like I could be in the I could be in the gym, head down, I'm stretching or whatever, and like she'll streak through the gym and I'll be like, Wendy, what's up? Mm. Like I say it, I like I won't even look up. She's like, "How you knew?" I was like, "Bro, I can smell you." Like mm-hmm. her, her car smells like when she opens the car door, that shit comes out. It smells like that. Like oh, understanding, understand, understanding base scents on top of other is very, very key. And the re and, and for that to be key, you got you got to realize. I learned this shit as a kid. So scent is one of the one since the smell. I mean. It's the one sense that's tied to memory, right? So if you smell a certain way, people remember you. Like, so you think about if you, I remember, I know now, like if I smell a certain food being cooked, it reminds me of my, like I could vividly picture my grandmother's house and her making it right. Certain cakes, when I smell it, 
that reminds me. Certain smells can remind you of people and houses and events and that. We, me and you play ball. I mean, I walked outside. Uh, this is like Wednesday or Thursday, right? Walked outside here, just rained, but it was kind of cool. That smell that I got just reminded me of football, right? And I can just remember it. So I do the same thing with my with my sense. Like I put on cologne, and I make sure I smell good because I know you're gonna remember this shit. And if I can fuck around and mix. Like you said, she does. If she, I can, if I can get a good base scent, base scent and take that, that base, base scent, scent and work. apply it with something else and it hits, oh, it's a wrap. You always gonna remember nah, me. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I haven't found a good base scent in a while, dog. You put me onto a base scent. You talking about? Um, no, you know what? I lied. You didn't put me onto a good base scent, but you put me onto a place to get a good base scent. Oh yeah. That's and then cool. I yeah, and I copped the base scent from there. Yeah. So when I go out, but and I, no, I just, I'm it's it's, really, it's bourbon. Bourbon is the base. You know they change. Now I ain't gonna give shit. you the real you know, shit. You know the, uh, oh, they always change. They change all the shit. At, but you know they like discontinued a lot of that stuff, and they like, say they, they started mixing it. like all the old scents to make like new scents. Yeah. I mean, we can tell we can tell these niggas that Bath and Body Works to plug. They still not gonna go. Yeah, exactly. If they do, this is literal. This is literal free game. And this they is still the thing, not gonna go. And here's the thing: you can still go, and that can be your base scent. But it's what you mix on top of that It's going to make the winner You can put the base in on That's cool You can smell like that All you want to But this shit I'm about to put on top of this Is going to be And once and you honestly, become And once you become the nigga That always smell good And honestly oh, that's bro the, the Bath and Body Works game Is so strong bro Like that's my winner That's my winner game Bro you bathe Take your shower bro You wash with the bar set Wash with the bar soap Then you come back And you lather up With that, that Bath and Body Works Uh Body wash, get out and put the same lotion on, the same scent lotion on, nigga. Pure hell. Top that shit off. Pure with, hell. Top that shit off some good, good, good cologne. Why sells a good choice? A few other ones. But I you ain't even gotta do that. You don't. If, but you, I if do. you doing the body wash with the lotion, you ain't gotta do that. You look, you, you gonna lay them down. But see, the good thing in the wintertime is you got laid down. She don't even know. She don't even know where the scent came from. Mm-mm. She, she thought that nigga smelled like that. But if she smelled it. She remember that nigga. Damn, you smell like such and such. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got your ass. Stop it, same place. Winner. Yeah, all we all do the same shit. Thought it, you thought that nigga smelled like that. Nigga. And they say men are simple. Shit, it's a complex game, man. It's actually a simple game. It, that's a simple put on. I'm simple put on, but niggas, I understand. Uh, you know what I mean? Like niggas, I really know. If some niggas put on some stank ass colognes. Don't even know it. The worst thing ever is when they got the same cologne on you do. Savage. Stop. Well, we knew that shit was over like three years ago. Anyway. It's facts, but some niggas don't know it's over. And like recently, maybe like the last year or so, I started seeing commercials. For Savage? That's yes. when it's really over. Well, if you ever see a commercial for your cologne, stop wearing it. It's done. And I saw it on YouTube in between me watching videos. So I know it. What like videos were you watching? Um... Cause, sports videos Cause oh the algorithms drew, Oh yeah mm. I was watching sports videos The algorithms drew That to Nah, nah, nah. Like I had, I had no reason Like I had not been looking at I don't look at Cologne online mm-hmm. Like normally That's the reason No That shit was like Free bands Like just popping up Type shit bro Right So So shifting gears A little bit man We got into mystical So we got into mystical We got to get into uh, Deshaun Watson Kind of the same thing right A little bit not as bad, kind of, sort of. Well, it's really just as bad. It's just not as aggressive. Like, the thing about Deshaun Watson is, 
And and we're gonna shift a little bit because I want to take the focus off of so much Deshaun Watson and kind of like more on the league. Yeah. And what they trying to do. Yeah. Because Deshaun, honestly, if we was talking about one or two people, he got off easy. Cool. But Deshaun did that shit. You can't you can't tell me. And I'm all for Deshaun Watson as a player. I love that nigga. Like, yep. Nigga the butt naked true. Yep. But like you can't tell me that these 26 women who filed these suits. With similar stories, with similar stories that all massage, all of massage. You pulled your, you pulled your dick out on somebody. Yeah, couple times. Couple at times. least, at least five. I hear pitching tents. You, you, you brought that shit out. I mm-hmm. know you did. He moved out. He drew down on a few of them. So for the lead, so the league, long, now that now that we have that very very clear, yeah, I think the league dropped the ball as usual. They dropped the ball as usual. But this was like the first time that they, um, you know, after the Ray Rice thing, mm-hmm. they had they made like a new a new clause, a new ruling system mm-hmm. where Roger Goodell didn't have all the fucking power because mm-hmm. with the Ray Rice thing, they basically wrecked his career. Yeah, and he's still with old girl. Yeah, he not nah, he knocked her ass out. Well, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. He knocked her ass clean out. Mm-hmm. But they still together. Yep, and they basically suspended him. They suspended him indefinitely, but well, they suspended him for the rest of the year. But he never like came back into the league. The nigga coached in high school in like Massachusetts. And, so. and he never felt he never faced criminal charges either. Mm-mm. She never faced charges. She they said they just had a video. They're married. They're married now. at the yeah, time. Yeah. That was his fiance. Yeah, they still got married and they still been they still together. Mm-hmm. Kids, all that good shit. And the nigga out the league. Mm-hmm. And he was like in his prime. Yeah, that was Pete Ray Rice, pro warrior. So they they ended up switching the rule to not give Roger Goodell all the power, mm-hmm. and so now the rule is that the NFL and um, the NFL and the defendant um, agree on the arbitrator, and the arbitrator makes the uh, ultimate makes the ruling. Basically, looks looks at all the facts, and they she interviews you know, and this is after the. After they decide that the nigga ain't, I mean, in in civil court and all that other stuff. Once they get past all of that, they let her do all the interviews, blah blah blah. And then, what the the confusing part about it was? So it's two confusing pieces to it. It was when you read the when you read her report or whatever. It's like, well, he did do this, he did do this, he did do this. All these things are true. But based on the way that y'all have have this have the verbiage in the NFL rules, shit, I'm gonna give him six games. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it was a lady too. It was a lady that did the shit. Yeah, she was like, "There's nowhere in here that says I gotta suspend him for a year. Mm-hmm. Give him six games. Yep. And or six games, no fine. Yeah. And it was like, well, shit." And in and, and the NFL was mad because a they want him to be suspended for a whole year, which he's already missed a year. They want him been, they want him suspended for a whole year, so, which is why they're appealing. And then they want to give this nigga like this crazy, unprecedented fine, which normally under normal circumstances they wouldn't give a fine because you missing a you being suspended for a year and the full. And what you're making in that year 
is normally more than what they're going to charge you anyway, what they're trying to get from you anyway. So it's for, not a big deal. And for, con- for, con- for context purposes, he didn't miss last year because of what happened. He was hurt. No, 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 no. And it happened he while trade. he was hurt. He wanted to trade. Well, yeah, but remember, it was, it was a whole. Mi- it wasn't. He didn't get. He didn't miss last year because of all the charges came out after, like during the season. We found out. About yeah, this. that came out during the season. But yeah. Originally, it was because he wanted to be. Tra- right. He didn't want to be with Houston no more. Right. So and then, then and they couldn't find no trade part. And then everything came out after. The and fact. it wasn't even the middle of the season. It was like right at the beginning. Well, yeah, exactly. that's what held everything up. Right, but it was after the fact that that it all came out. Yeah. But the main thing and, and, and the thing about it with Deshaun getting six games is obviously they start comparing shit. Calv really missed a whole year for betting. Right? Betting on games he wasn't playing in. Like he didn't even play these games. He got spent for a whole season. So it's like, okay, so he bet on games. Now granted, you still got to well, I think there was shit. I think I think with the Calvin Ridley thing, I think it was like a clear clause. What well, no it is, but what I'm saying is where the outrage is coming is that they're saying, Well, damn. You suspended him for 17 games. Whole season he's out. And he bet. He's out here being charged from 20-some-odd women on, you know, on sexual assault charges. He got six. Like, it doesn't add up. So, while there's not a, it's not a clause, that's where a lot of out, because it's like, like, see, the math just ain't math. It don't make sense. And I think a lot of the thing, also, a lot of the, the, uh, Beef with the NFL is is that they're so wishy washy. Mm-hmm. So like, whatever the public's reaction to stuff is, it's kind of what they ride with. Mm-hmm. And so like, if the public don't make it a big deal, they'll kind of sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. But if the public having like a big ass like outcry and you know beef with the ruling, then the NFL feel like they gotta they gotta bow their backs and goddamn do something about it. Which that's not what it is. The problem with the problem with the, the the ruling is, well, it's not a problem. I don't have an issue with the ruling because she just did. I think she did what she did to kind of um, poke holes and expose the flaws in the NFL's, like the NFL's ruling on stuff like this. Um, on stuff like this. Um Furthermore, they only want the fine, like the fine they're trying to give the nigga. They're really only doing that because the Cleveland Browns wrote that nigga contract the way he only make a million dollars this year. And if he and if he missed the seat, even if he does miss the season, that's a million dollars out of two hundred thirty million. Mm-hmm. He ain't missing no fucking money. That he ain't missing no money at all. And if he only if he suspended six games, the nigga only missing maybe like. I think they say it was like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Just follow the money. It's going to tell you why the NFL is moving, how they're moving. Um, now, speaking of money, because um, you about to be spending a whole lot of it, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason the reason why I'm up here, um, you got your baby shower tomorrow, man. So, my guy, man, air horn, little applause. <laughs> Money counter. Get that too. <laughs> you, you made an auntie. Somebody auntie shot a little. Says she auntie now. 
God damn it Don't worry about a bitch I know somebody like it. You know what I'm saying <laughs> All that good shit man We'll be the whole clip man My guy's gonna be a father In what's it a month? Is it a month and a half Oh uh, yeah A month and a half man A month and a half month man and a half. How's it feel man Uh I haven't got there yet bro yeah. it's, starting, it's starting to sink in now Um I think I think one thing That helps me is A I, we we both you know we thirty two years old bro so mm-hmm. like especially me and you we done been friends so long like we didn't talk about shit like this and it's mm-hmm. kind of just like it's like we try to avoid it <laughs> <laughs> we really try to avoid the shit but it's like once it happened I was just like well shit yeah shit I'm old enough ain't like yeah. I got no money yeah like that you know I'm not in a position where you was you was actually my scapegoat for a long time you and Meech. Cause I would say, well, shit, you know, long scrap ain't got no kids. I'm cool and shit. And in one in in four or five months, you got one on the way. Meets getting married. Now I'm like, fuck. Pressure's on, brother. Man, got one of the other. Actually, really isn't on. No, it's really not. It's not. But you know, it's not. But you, but, you know, it sounds good, but it's not. Cause I ain't got shit. Cause I got to do with me. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you want to go get us some ice? Thanks. Oh, you want to grab? That's part of being a producer. You want to grab that bottle of Crown Apple? Oh my gosh, where is it? It's, it's, in, it's in the house on the bar. You don't got to grab me no ice. I still got my cube. You, you need that? Yeah. yeah. You said you don't want that. No, no, no. Just yeah, you can go. You you have my permission to go in my refrigerator. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so no, um, yeah, bro, it's 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 starting to sink in. I think for the first for me. The first four or five months, I really didn't think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm starting to enter, like, like tomorrow my baby shower. I got another baby shower at my mama's house in two weeks. Um, it's starting to really, really, like, it's starting to really sink in now. I'm taking shit out the room. I'm, I'm making a baby room. I'm mm-hmm. constantly putting shit together. I'm painting walls. And I'm getting all this stuff in the mail from people and, Mm-hmm. It now is kind of like real. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where shit, this nigga could damn near come any day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm kind of, I'm ecstatic, bro. Yeah. The closer the closer the time get, man, the, the more ready I'm for him, ready for him to be here. I'm having a son. Clearly, I keep saying him. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just, it's a new venture in life, man. And, I think I'm lucky enough right now with you being the exception, one mm-hmm. of the exceptions that a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends already have kids. Um, a lot of my friends already have kids, so it makes it easier to be able to hang out. Yeah. Like I ain't got to worry about being like, in, like going out nowhere because hell, we can all come together, sit in the house, with our kids, still drink, still play mm-hmm. cards, cause everybody kid and everybody kid is damn near the same goddamn age. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. That's one. That's one of the biggest things. I mean, we always talked about having me and you. I know me and you always talked about having kids around the same time. Right. So they to grow up together. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, I think that's that's special, bro. Like, I yeah, think that's the, I think that's one of the major differences between um, our generation. Parents generation, right? I feel like our parents got married. I feel like our parents got married, and they were so 
um, enveloped in their marriage or their relationship, and that's all they did. Mm-hmm. I don't like me personally, and this might be like this might just be me, but I don't remember like my parents. I don't remember us having like friends come over, like their friends coming over like that. It'd be spotty every now and again here and there, but like on a regular, or it's just to see. People right. like that, or them to bring their kid, like their friends come over, they bring their kids. That wasn't a thing for me growing up. Yeah, I I know growing in, in in I remember growing up. My my mom did have friends, but like you said, it would be almost a uh, a few in in far between type of deal, right? Like you know they'll come through. You know what I mean? And I have a lot of you know friends that are uh, my my parents' friends' kids, and they like you play cousins and all that kind of shit. But it wasn't the norm. You know what I'm saying? It happened here and there, but it wasn't a norm. And then even then it was spotty, right? Like maybe there would be a two-year stretch where it's a constant thing, right? Like we're hanging out with them. They had, then we don't see them again for 10 years. There's actually um, my mom was working with somebody who um, my brother's second grade teacher, her daughter, right? We used to go over there all the time. My mom dropped us off and, and they'd babysit us and we'd kick it with them while our parents all went out and shit. And then just, it just stopped. Right? And now my mom was working with her just fucking 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Longer than that almost. You know, so it's just different. So I like, just seeing now, having friends with kids, you know what I mean? And, and, and friends who are dedicated to raising kids. Differently than the way they were raised and, and try to provide experiences that they didn't have Right It's dope to see And also it's dope to be a part of Like you having kids I remember we Like you said We had these conversations all the time Like a lot of women don't think I don't know I don't know if women think Men have these conversations They probably don't bro Yeah right? yeah. But, but it's the thing Just the yeah. same way they talk about The same that women talk about families Bro men talk about this shit too mm-hmm. I mean some niggas might be like no, fuck, I don't want no goddamn I don't want none of that shit but Right it's it's definitely like with your it, close it, friends, yeah. Especially especially at this age, where pretty much all your friends are probably on the same page that you are. Yep. We all trying to do the same thing. We all trying to live the same kind of lifestyle. It comes up often if it ain't already. Yeah. If it hasn't already come to fruition, I mean, it comes up fairly often. When you look at our friend group, I'd say what ninety percent is either well, we married or got kids. Yeah, we really it. And I'm really, I and it's really me. Out. It's really yeah, me. I'm done. I'm the only one. I'm, I'm, I'm. Done. It's a done daughter for you, thanks, boy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so I'm sorry, bro. Motherfucker. It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> don't call him. Don't call young an accident. You were an accident. Hey man. I mean, he was an accident. But it, it was a slip up. But yeah, it happens. You know what I'm saying? I rather rather slip up be with somebody you yeah, you know yeah. than. Because like, you know, all the stories we told earlier, the slip ups could have happened then. And good God, sick. Oh, Jesus. sick. Lord, mercy, Jesus. I got, once again, like I say, I'm in a, I'm in a position, bro. I got, I got, I got money. I got a house. I'm, I'm stable. I don't have a reason where I can't have. And when you think about it, bro, like honestly, that's really the main thing, in my opinion, that. Hinders that Like having kids Right Like so So for example um, You look at somebody And I hate to bring sports into it So we won't do sports But I use a sports figure In LeBron Right LeBron had Bronny When he was like 19 Right yeah, 19, 20 Cause Bronny Yeah cause 20. Yeah 20 right It's fairly young If 20 You don't give me no kid at 20 But it's nah. different 
when he you signed also a, had a couple million dollars. You signed a hundred million dollar contract at eighteen. Now the financial yeah. aspect is gone, and for a lot of folks, kids usually hinges on that. Like mm-hmm. I know, like for me, for a long time, I didn't want kids because of the simple fact of. Bron is what thirty eight. Thirty seven. He's thirty seven. Bronny is sixteen, seventeen. So even then, twenty one, twenty two. You still had him fairly young. It's still fairly young for a kid. You know what I mean? In 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 a normal landscape, in normal circumstances, in normal circumstances. this nigga had a billion dollar Nike contract. The nigga had uh, his NBA yeah, contract. He had his NBA contract. He wasn't hurt for shit. Exactly. By so, so I think that stops it. So I think now that we've grown the situation, like you said, where money ain't the issue no more. Like money's not the problem. Now it's just the person. Am I with somebody I'm willing to raise a kid with? And I think that we, you know, in our generation, I think that's where we kind of get it right for the most part. You know, I mean, it's still a lot of situation where it's a baby mama, baby daddy situation. But a lot of times we're really thinking about this shit. Like, damn, I saw uh, something today and it was talking about that divorces are um, 50% lower than they what they have been. Well, that's because we're not getting married like Exactly. That. But in the ones that are, they're getting married later on. They're getting married later and we're making a conscious choice because we want to be with this person, not because... We got crazy. Kid. I was having this conversation with somebody earlier today. Like, I had a long conversation today um, with one of my homegirls for like an hour and a half. And I was just like, you know, the, one of the major differences between our generation and our parents' generation is niggas would get pregnant back then and they'd just get married. Like, had to. So they felt like they had to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not a thing. That's like not a, that's not a thing that we have to do now. Our generation's different. We realize the, we realize the flaws in doing that. That's not going to get us nowhere. I had, a, I had a conversation with my therapist actually yesterday and we discussed that. And basically it was that a baby, baby kids won't keep you anymore. So you can't use that. It used to, it used to be a thing, right? Like the whole, I'm going to trap him shit, right? Oh, I'm pregnant. Shit, I got to stay with this motherfucker now. Now like, okay, well, let's work this out. Let's figure this thing out. I'm, okay, well, you what you what you need a month? Oh, you going to put me on papers? All right, cool. I pay my child. Like yeah. now, and I'm going to go find me a family that I'm going to be happy with. Right. And I'm going to support my kid and I'll... But and now you even in situations now where you got men fighting for custody of the kid. Well, fuck that. Cool, you do that, but hey, I won't mind with run, me yeah, and mine. Me, yeah, mind. yeah, bring me mine. You can see him on. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole completely different game. Oh, yeah. um, we've talked about this, and, and we talked about just how gender roles have a whole as a whole have changed. Right? Oh, yeah. Like they That's don't true. exist anymore. You know what I mean? Still certain things. I remember you talked about... You yeah, know, the t- same conversation on this couch. Exactly, on the same couch. Yeah. And you talked about how, like, no matter what, you're taking the trash out. You yeah. hate seeing... What that's that's how... And it just goes back to how you were raised. Right. And what your values are. Mm-hmm. But, once again, that shit shifts as time progresses, as we go into the other generations. Right. I think, to be truthfully honest... I think we're an enlightened, like our generation in particular, we're enlightened. We have a, we're more in touch with our feelings. We realize that the shit that our parents did and their grand, and their parents did and their parents did ain't necessarily right. And we got to start changing certain shit to make sure that going forward, our kids can have a better life. But also, 
and in the same token, we letting a lot of shit slide that we shouldn't be letting slide. And so, like this next generation, right, is what I'm really, really worried about. What do you feel like we let slide? You're, you're not on. Your okay, get your mic. You're not on your mic. Hey, get your mic. I have a question. <laughs> what do you point. feel like we let slide as a generation? Um, um like for instance. You got to think, so like these kids that's in school now, mm-hmm. um, with the learning, the the interaction with the teachers, um, you got kids, bro, that don't even know how to clean up for real. We're not giving them no responsibilities. They just out here. We want them to live better than what we, you know, we want them to live better than what we did when we were growing up, but we're not giving them, we're not still, we're still not giving them those same responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I know, um, as a parent, I know I want to be, um, so rewind, like for me, my dad, my dad was around, a lot, and a lot of people don't know that, because nigga nowhere to be found now, right. but like my dad was around until I was 15, but even though he was around, he wasn't like present, mm-hmm. like the nigga would go in his room, lock himself in a room, you know. He was like a DJ or some shit. Whatever. He used to be making music or whatever. Like, he'll sit back there and he'll do his thing for hours and hours and hours, get back there. He'll have his beers, be, you know, drinking, whatever, in his own zone. That's cool, but what about me? You right. know what I'm saying? Maybe I want to sit back there and do the same shit with you or learn what you were doing or participate and do X, Y, and Z. And I don't remember what he did when I was younger, but I know... At six, seven, eight, that wasn't a thing. Like, we weren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's important for, I think it's important for us to be, for at least for me, for me and my son, I feel like it's important for me to be there. Like, hey, we're going to do this together. 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 Whether he one, five, ten, twelve, fifteen, make that conscious effort. Whether he want to do that shit or not. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta keep that relationship. But and it's crazy because me, me and my dad don't have a relationship, but me and my uncle, like me and my, one of my uncles, do. Like that's mm-hmm. literally like my pops. Mm-hmm. And, and like in older age, the stuff that I should be doing with my dad, I do with him. Yeah. Like we hang out. You know what I'm saying? We talk about life. I go to him for advice, even though his advice may be outdated. Yeah. You know, I go to him. I want my son to be able to come to me with that. You know what I'm saying? Now, on the other end of the spectrum, for instance, it was, now, I, I grew up like a modern-day slave, but, like, there was stuff that my dad made me do that made me a, a very functional adult. Mm-hmm. Me, like, when I, and I we I said this on the other part, like, me taking out the trash, that's natural for me because I was forced to do that shit when I was a child. So now I know I need to be constantly looking at the trash. Mm-hmm. She don't take out no trash in here. Mm-hmm. She ain't touched the trash. Not she has not touched the trash can since she's been here. Unless I was like out of town or something. That's that's natural for me. Washing dishes, sweeping the floor, mopping, washing clothes, folding like all that stuff I did when I was growing up. I did that shit for years. I think the main thing is, especially with our generation, right? It's always it like and we we highlighted the good, right? The good being that we want to spend time with our kids. We want to instill these these things, right? We want them to kind of be... We, we have a blueprint of 
what kind of child we want to raise and we're kind of attacking that blueprint, right? But there's always going to be the bad with it too, right? You know, a lot of times we speak about um, how you said these kids don't know how to clean up. And I'm not saying anything is good or bad, but I know with me, you know what I mean? My mom's worked a lot. You know what I'm saying? So we knew what we we knew how to clean, but these kids now, these like, these women are working more than my mom did, right? So how what time is there to teach? And I think that's what things go through the cracks. But again, it's the good and the bad, right? Yeah. So the good thing is now you have a household where, you know, mom's making, you know, uh, uh, 80, 90, 100K a year. Then dad's making 80, 90, 100K a year. So financially, we're good. Right, we got what we need. We don't want for nothing. I got all the shoes I want, all the clothes I want. I got any materials I need, the field trips. I ain't got to, you know, say, well, uh, this field trip cost $10 to go. I don't know if I'm be able to go. Like, we ain't having no conversations no more, right? I forgot like, field trips cost. Yeah, remember, like, some of the bitches used to cost, right? The good yeah, ones cost. Get a little $20. You gotta pay such and such for the field trip. Yeah, them doing the field trip. Them doing the field trip. Man, listen, you gotta pay for that motherfucker. Yo, those are the field trips. They tell you about the first few weeks of school, so you get your money right Mm -hmm. by October. Them boys give you a a two, three month head start. Yeah, I remember some had little payment plans. I remember them shits. Don't let that shit be sixty dollars payment plan. Sixty dollars for a payment plan. A little double month, man. We going in October. It's August. Little yep. double month, make you find the payment a week before the trip, you're good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's a real deal thing. But I don't know. I'm real interested to see. I, I, I've said a lot of times on this podcast that our generation is a generation that's changing a lot because we saw so much change. Mm-hmm. And reason being is you think about growing up, we all grew up with VHS tapes. Yep. But then at some point, that shit shifted to DVDs. Then at some point, that shit shifted to streaming. And we all navigated and was able to move in those rooms seamlessly, right? Like effortlessly. Like we can still go on Netflix and find some shit I want to watch, but I can also find a VHS tape and I know exactly what I'm doing. I can still record over this tape. I can do all that shit and I remember it. I remember making, I've, I make, I mean, people who know me know, I make all these playlists, right? On Apple Music, but also I remember making fucking playlists with the radio. On little cassette mm-hmm. tapes, like I was doing that then when I was yeah. seven, eight, nine years old. Let me get this all my little yeah, favorite I was, songs. Bro, I was burning CDs, right? So, but 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 burning but burning CDs was the second step, right? Yeah. Because the cassette was on the you had you had your boombox, little cassette tape, cool. You had I'm two a, side cassette tape, exactly. You had to you had to shit because sometimes you would have to take shit off one cassette, put it on another cassette, exactly. So dual side, and yeah. Forward. So that that was the first step. Yeah. Then that then that shifted to burning cds right and you can make a little playlist on that little mixtape or burn a whole album i remember just burning songs off an album and then having to piece it together the way the album and then and then i go to school i remember selling them and you had to buy you remember you had to get the cds but you had to like buy a certain set a certain um type of cd you had to burn a certain type of cd because you can only get a certain amount of minutes. Yep. On the CD. Mm-hmm. And the like more minutes you were longer than the other ones. The more minutes you wanted, the yep. more CD, the more expensive the CD mm-hmm. was. Yeah, absolutely. And then it shifted from that to now you shit. You can make all the fucking playlists you want. You got a place for whatever you want to do. Unlimited. Yeah, workout playlists, fucking playlists, uh cleaning up playlists, going to school playlists, on at work. Yeah, whatever you want to do, you can make it and you got access to millions of billions of songs, right? Yeah. So just but we saw that. I don't know if there's a generation who saw that More much change, change yeah, than we did, right? I think like, I alluded on the on the last time I was on here, bro. I was like, bro, we went from 
nothing to dial up to broad to Ethernet. Oh no, to uh, what was it? Broadband. Broadband to the Ethernet to Wi-Fi. Like now we in like this five G era. Oh, like the fiber optic cables. Fiber optic yeah, cable, yeah, like, all bro. this shit. Like it's just different, right? We have shit. Yeah, nothing. The internet didn't research, exist. Y'all doing research paper on the internet, but we have to pull that shit out. Bro, I swear to God, I remember encyclopedias, nigga. Like, like I remember writing a paper on the typewriter. I swear to God, I remember doing it on the typewriter. I swear, so my parents had a typewriter, and I remember doing this on the typewriter and fucking up. And there's no backspace on the typewriter, so I got to pull that paper out and start the bitch all over again. I distinctly bro, remember, remember this shit. You used to have to go to the library and um, you was doing a research paper on somebody or something. Yeah, check the little. You would have to go to the little. You would have to go to the computer. You remember the shit used to be like blue and yellow or some shit like mm-hmm. that. The screen would be blue and yellow. You would type the shit in like as a keyword, and it would bring up everything to do with that keyword or that person or that. What thing was or the name of that shit? And then you would write down where those books was located. Then you would go get to find the books in the library. Pull the book. You would check out all the books that you could. You would look through the motherfuckers like reading Man. and find the information that you fucking needed to write your paper. Like niggas Different. ain't gonna never, they, niggas ain't gonna never, never that, that shit. shit. That shit they can, a they can Google, they can Google now, right? Yeah, well, and that and that's the thing. So we were the last group they that copy really, paste that motherfucker. Yeah, we we the last group that had to learn and do that shit. So when you apply that to how we raise our kids and build our families. It was it's a lot so easier to plagiarize with shit out back then because they, they couldn't check the books. shit. Yeah, they couldn't they check shit. Find them books. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't check. They couldn't check. None they of could check it, but they gonna have to wait. They had to find it. They had to check it. Yeah. So so now had that book at your house. So now applying that, yeah, that's facts. So now applying that, so we raise our kids and our families. Like we've adapted so much, it's easy. So I'm written. I've said before, I'm real interested to see like the kids that we raise, right? Like my friends' kids. Like I like seeing the way they're being raised, right? Like my you know, even my brother's kids, like my sister's kids. I like seeing how they are, how they think. Like my nephew, like bro, he he go back to uh, UGA um next week. Dog, he's 19. He it's two years deep. Yeah. Bro, he two years deep at UGA already. He graduated. I know, I'm sorry. He's three years deep. So he graduates in like a year and a half from UGA. Start early? Yeah, he started early. He graduated, he graduated a year early. And went, so it's like, it's just crazy to see because like, I would never imagine doing, I wouldn't have wanted to do no shit like that. I salute him. I, that's like leaving a party early, nigga. You, nigga, I'm trying to be outside. Speaking of outside, bro, that's one of the things that, that disturbed me about this other gen- this new generation, bro. These niggas don't go outside. Well, you know, fun out there. Like we used to play outside for hours. These kids will never do hide and go free. Now they now they walk to the store in hoodies and bring their ass home back home and sit in the house all day. Mm-hmm. I was having this conversation with my cousin. We have come to the conclusion that kids these days don't have an imagination. No. They don't play well, that shit we used to But play. you know why? You know why? They don't have an imagination because there's so much exactly so much access to information. You don't have to imagine anything anymore because it's there. Mm. You they deal in facts. Kids now, kids now deal in nothing but facts, right? They if you think they really they're real scientific. They only deal in facts. But we go to the other too. It's like you say what? Oh, let me go. Let me go check. But that's us. But that's us now as adults. Any adult should have been that way. Yeah. I would like think children, we can like you said, we were spending hours outside. We were making up things to do, finding things to do because we had an imagination. Kids these days, they go outside for like you know two seconds to be like, okay, what do I do now? That's it. It's I'm, not because their their lifestyle doesn't call for them to have one. The yeah. one they got to make up. 
What they gotta figure out? What they can do. find whatever they want to. Whatever they, they want, want to. They can they can entertain themselves on their phone. The, the wildest shit. The wildest shit I saw was uh, it was a um, it was a uh, I think it was a tweet or a meme, whatever. And it was like, what date was that? I remember you posted it too. Like George uh, George Jetson's birthday. George Jetson's oh, yeah. birthday, right? Thirty first. Like he was born twenty twenty. Like he was born twenty twenty two. Like he was born today. It was like the fuck. Like it was crazy. It's crazy. Like to even like think of right. But again, our imagination. I remember watching the Jetsons and seeing like the, the flying so cars. It was so futuristic. Like yo, that's dope. No, but let me tell you. So it's on HBO Max and. You know, every now and then I like watch it. A lot of the stuff that goes on, we have now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's set in like 2050, 60 something. Yeah. But I'm like, it's amazing how like a show from the 60s kind of predicted what we have now. Yeah, absolutely. You watch them. People joke about The Simpsons, but they predicted all kind of shit. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, I mean, just technology. I mean, even like the flying cars, you know, all the shit, electric vehicles, all like. By, FaceTime. By, but yeah, is that? Yeah, FaceTime. Like that. Think about us growing up with cell phones. I didn't get my first cell phone until college. So not sorry, college. So high school. Right, I got my, I got my first cell phone in tenth grade. I got my first one in ninth grade. I, I had mine in tenth grade. My first phone in tenth grade. I got mine for my thirteenth birthday. My shit. Oh damn! You're also several years younger. There you go. We all got it at the same time. Shoot, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Same day. We got all our first cell phone same day. But my my first phone was actually a flip phone that my pop. It was my pop's old work phone. He gave it to me. It was a little flip phone. Right, had my little ringtones and shit. Now I can go. I remember, I remember I had like a little, it wasn't a sidekick. It was called a Voyager. I got it in college, right? Because <laughs> I had a Samsung Voyager, I still remember. And it had your regular screen, but then you could flip that bitch open. It had like a little keyboard I could type on with like another little screen, right? It's almost like a sidekick. But it's like a little sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Niggas we have iPhones and the screens are this fucking big and you can FaceTime somebody. You like it's just crazy to see and we've adapted to all that. So um Bro, I was talking to um I was talking to Nigga, think about them seeing the Sega in the fucking PS five. Yeah. Oh Sega. I thought PS threes was cool when I could download all them flicks and put them on there. Remember that Am shit? I, didn't I teach you how to do that? Either you taught me how to do it, or you got a bunch off of mine. I think you did teach me how to do it, actually. I teach you how to do it. I taught him how to do it. You taught me how to put flicks on my computer. And I oh flicks. my God, I it was up. on my PS. Man, it was up at the. No! my full blown flicks. No, because I gave you a bunch of. Remember, that's how you. Remember, that's how you got. Um, uh, What's the little workout shit we did? Insanity? Remember, insanity. I had Insanity and I gave you Insanity off of that. No, shit. I, had bought this. I had bought Insanity. You bought Insanity? I had yeah. it for free. Mm, I had bought Insanity. Are well, you rich? The refund check. Uh no, you know I had like three jobs in college, so I, I was like, man, I need to do something. Yeah, I bought jobs in college. That nigga did. That nigga was a slave in college too. I made time. Though. I still had time to have fun. I always went out. I did what I needed to do. I just went took my black ass to work. I ain't go. It wasn't like I was working all the time. And one of my jobs was on campus. It did feel like he was always at work. Um no, bro. One I was, but. I was on, like, my job was at the health center on campus. So when I would tell you I would be at work, I was just there in between. That was the best job you had. In between. And like our condoms for free. Yeah, he was condom man. Scrap kept us lace. I, I didn't have kids in college. I was a man. So, so for, for those who don't know, like, Georgia Southern used to give out free condoms. 
They were Trojan too. They were good kind of. They it was. Styles. They were really good. They were high quality. You know the funny part and is they had, mag- they had they had they had magnums and they had magnums. Yeah, they asked you. It was like the for her yeah. pleasure, the purple joints and magnums. And the thing is, you like you like. Remember well, they they t- we had the regular ones too, but like yeah, they're, they're the, purple. The, the her pleasure ones. After a while, like we gave them out too, but we stopped giving them out. I forgot why. It was a reason. Remember, um, uh, shout out, shout out to La- she don't listen to this, but shout out to Lashana, that was my boss, cause she bought me a, uh, she bought me a, a baby mattress today. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, like I still talk to my, I still talk to my boss, like that's hard. But when I, when I tell you, I used, to, I used to be able to pull up, and I tell story all the time. I used to pull up and scrapper come out the back door with all these like envelopes, and I had my book bag. I was opening book bag, he would just drop all. I'm talking like 40, 50 rubbers. And we were so wild back in the geo shop because I can tell you now because we I mean we the the statute of limitations is up, but yo <laughs> like like we used to take the rubbers and put them bitches on the refrigerator like on like a magnet, and then like you just come pluck what you need. That That's was, completely unnecessary. I mean, we felt like we were, it was a flex. It like it was a I mean it was a flex, but it was an unnecessary one. I remember. This is also the same house that during homecoming we got rid of all the fucking liquid and replaced it all with alcohol. No orange juice, no nothing. We ain't drinking up but liquor the whole week. Bro, I don't think I bought I don't think I bought condoms for maybe like three or four years. I don't think I bought condoms three or four years after college. No, I didn't go I didn't do them after college because I would go back I would go back to school. First of all, we graduated in twenty twelve. I was just fucking I was still, fucking, there. I was I was still fucking. there until like twenty fourteen. You was. And then. You'd be in Super Q for one semester. Yeah. The semester after we graduated, you'd be in Super Q. No, actually, it was like a whole year and a half. Oh, I'll I didn't leave. To, I didn't leave the 2014 career. Because you. I played that line. You did play that line. And I stayed, and so also, I stayed a, a whole Because I remember you stayed at one semester after we graduated and asked what the fuck you was doing. And he was like, you was getting some certificate or some shit. I said, nigga, shut the fuck up. Nigga, <laughs> 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 shut the fuck up. I wasn't getting a certificate. And they got some, some random ass Cause you know Cause you remember I had an internship mm-hmm. I still My my lease I still had Time you, on my you had lease a, Yeah yeah Six months I think And I was getting a certificate And I, w- I had an internship But the internship Was in Pooler So like Some days I would Go to my mama's house Some days I would Go back to Georgia Southern Like I mean I still had an apartment I still had to pay for that shit so. I mean shit Your apartment came in handy for me Came in handy for a lot of people Yeah it did Cause oh then you never mind I ain't gonna do that we'll talk about it off mic but yeah then I stand in the stand the whole year cause I played that line but mm-hmm. all right man so, so a lot, lot of tangents on this episode um oh yeah so How we get on that I don't fucking know man we got 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 to stay focused in this shit so Brittany Griner was sentenced to nine years nine and a half nine and a half years they didn't get her time served. They said, fuck you nine from today, which is wild. You know what's funny? You know, <laughs> no, that shit's not funny at nah, all. You no, know, you know what's funny, but what's not funny is like when they was talking about the trade, like them niggas, like Russia said they want some arms dealers. They no, say for Brittany Griner. What? When they was like, they wanted the arm. It was a nigga that, it was an arms dealer that they wanted. Right. But then they came back again because uh, America was like, they wanted like, what's his name? John Whelan or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. They got him locked up in Russia for espionage. Yeah. So Russia came back and they wanted like some nigga, I can't, I can't pronounce his name, but the nigga was in, the nigga in jail for capital murder. <laughs> <laughs> like these niggas. 
Like bro, these niggas, like these niggas in Russell, all of bro, the Britney like, they are wild. Like this and the boys, reasonable. And the boys so funny, right? I mean, somebody tweeted said, "God damn, Russia act like they got Lisa Leslie or some shit." I said, "Y'all boy got to stop. That's not cool. That's not funny." <laughs> I'm like, nigga, that's not funny, bro. They like, but you know, it's funny. He really was like, we want buddy. But buddy in jail for capital murder. Like he's in jail for first. Like he did that shit, bro. He did it. Capital How y'all murder. trying to get this nigga? Capital out? murder is different. They want they want a nigga back. Like you trying to get a nigga for kid, bro. So Him? so I know. And the thing is, is he right, ain't the only rest of nigga we got. Nah, nah, nah. We got plenty. But so here's the thing, right? And they. I, so I didn't say, I didn't say this in the pod. I'm on like a, a social media like kind of sabbatical for the month, right? Like I'm all August. I'm gonna I did this December of 2020, and it did a lot of things. Like it just kind of get I you out it. of shit, right? I remember I you did it. something like that, right? Like you I used to, I used to you wouldn't it. fuck with it during the week, you know, uh, weekends. Yeah, I stopped. At, so one point I would stop. Uh, I didn't get on it during the week. I would only do Fridays. Saturdays and Sundays, or was it Saturday? And Sunday? It was Friday afternoon, Saturdays and Sunday. Yeah. And then at another point, normally at the beginning of the year, I would not get on it at all for like the first two, three weeks to a month. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I run a business now, so I can't do that no more. Right. Because it's kind of shot of New Dawn Sports. Yeah. Shot of New Dawn Sports. Hey. Um. Yeah, I can't do that no more. So. But you know, um, yeah. Go ahead, man. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. So my sabbatical, right? So I didn't get to see everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> pissy boy. Um, yeah. So I, uh, fuck it. So a lot of people were talking about how like that shit was excessive, like just the actual like sentence, right? And the thing is, cause oh. On top of my sabbatical, I am on Facebook. That's the only thing I allow myself to look at. Well, you're never really that active on Facebook. Anymore. Exactly. So I That's figured, really yeah, yeah, yeah. I give myself a little bit of Facebook, a little Facebook love. So with that, it's like it kind of wild, and you know, nine years is crazy, and you know, black women are being. It has nothing to do with her being a black woman. Yeah, it's all, honestly, like first honestly, of all, first of all, Russia is a harsh country. Like let, they do that shit to that, everybody, and that's not even first of all. The first of all is. Russia is at war with Ukraine, and we're funding Ukraine's efforts against Russia. Of course, they're gonna bust our ass. Secondly, it's a negotiation tactic, right? Like, yo, we gave her nine years. Y'all want her or not? Cause we don't give y'all until this date to figure out what you're gonna do. Cause we really don't want them niggas back anyway. Y'all keep them. We can find us a new spy. And you we saw got- had you saw the same, the same day she uh she got sentenced. Joe had like put out a. Uh, like a, a little letter or whatever earlier that day. Like yeah, Joe, it was, it was kind of happening like simultaneously. Yo, Joe got to cut that shit out, man. I'm gonna leave Joe alone because Joe's still trying to get rid of these loans. But until like, like after Joe like say what he gonna do with my loans and shit, yo, Joe got to go. They say Joe was at the um the Vatican and he had pissed himself. Since you, why are you laughing? That's a true story. No, he's Joe. Also, he's oh. also has. He's also had COVID like three times. Come on, man. Yo, Joe's struggling. And he's Joe. gotten like tw- he gotten like twice in the last month. Let me ask y'all a question. <laughs> who's done? Who's I'm done? Exaggerating a little bit. But. Who's who's done less work? Kamala Harris or um, Ava from Abbott Elementary? Who's done less work? I can't really tell you. It's kind of even, right? Because Ava don't do shit, and Kamala ain't did a black ass thing either. 
But oh. Ava is going to work oh, listen, to listen. make sure she gets some funding, whether it be for the school or for herself. She gonna get the work. She gonna do that work to get the That's funding. That's fair enough. I thought she was gonna come in for your AKA sister. And I mean, I love my soror, but she ain't doing shit. Yeah. You can say it. Say, say, Kamala ain't doing shit. You can say it. I can't confirm or deny exactly. that on air. I haven't seen Kamala do a thing. What's Kamala done since he's been in office? Where's Joe Biden done since he's been in office? I mean, but still, what's Kamala? Fuck, fuck that. We knew Joe wasn't gonna do shit. That's not true. You thought Joe was going to Yo we I voted Joe, We thought Joe was going to do some I voted for Joe Fuck to get Trump out I knew, I knew he yeah, wasn't going to do shit To be honest Rick Grimes would have been out of jail Trump was in office Oh he would have been Got her ass out there I don't know how he would have did it But he would have did it He would have got her out To our detriment He would have did we, some stupid we shit talk, We talk a lot of shit About Donald Trump But that shit that nigga No DC ain't that. play that bullshit <laughs> you Yo saying. time out Did you <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, let me tell you about some wild shit Trump did, right? So y'all, y'all saw his wife, his first wife passed. The one passed, and he put that nigga. She put, he's put that bitch on the golf course. Did Did you see why? No, I didn't see why. I just saw. You Wait, he buried, buried her on the golf course ne- on next to the first hole. One of his golf courses. Are you serious? Oh, absolutely. Let absolutely. me tell you why. This is what's nuts about Donald Trump. He buried her on the golf course. If you bury her on, if you bury anybody anywhere, okay. If you if someone's buried, if you have a bunch of people buried in one place, right? That place is called a what? A burial. A, a burial graveyard, also called a what? A cemetery. Mm-hmm. If you bury her on your golf course, that place is called a cemetery. They pay no taxes on cemeteries. No taxes. You can't repossess a cemetery. So that business, that's that particular place. Now it's a is it's a cemetery? It's not a golf course. It's a cemetery. So if anything happens with Donald, as far as money wise, back taxes, whatever, and they come for his his businesses, you can't take that cemetery away from him. Yes, yeah, a golf course. It's a cemetery, bro. He did all niggas, this. Niggas when I tell you, it's sick. Like it's a bunch of other like little like perks that comes from owning a cemetery because typically it's a cemetery. You're not trying to make any. I mean, you make you make money from cemeteries. Obviously, you got a funeral home, but you know what I mean. It's not that lucrative, unless that motherfucker's also a golf course. That's just wild, bro. Like, like if you get a chance, look he up. He's a business genius. If, if you, you if you get a chance, look up exactly yeah, the tax genius. breaks he's, he's getting human, from burying. Look a business genius. The move he made That's of burying, yeah, bro, burying his ex. Like, look it up. Look at the tax breaks Donald Trump got from burying his ex wife on the golf course, and that's just gonna blow your fucking mind. And the fact they let him do it, who will stop him? It's his wife. She ain't got ex-wife. no fucking ex wife. She ain't got no fucking rights. She from Russia. She is Russian. Both of them. Yeah, I about to say he he like a foreign bitch. Oh, he love him though. Cause they don't. Is that they uh, need him. Is that Eddie Murphy shit? Remember what Eddie Murphy told. It's that Eddie Murphy's lyric <laughs> shit. Eddie! Eddie! What have you done for me lately? You remember that shit? Was that the lyrics or raw? One of them two. Mm-hmm. You treat me like animal. <laughs> it's that whole shit. Yo, Donald the wild ass boy, man. I'm trying to tell you. But yeah, I don't know. They're not gonna let Britney out. They gonna have they gonna have to get the, that uh the capital murder nigga, that shit's some wild shit. But they gonna have to give him back to get Britney Griner back. You know, with the Britney Griner thing, a Y'all lot of you gotta. The thing about the Britney Griner shit is a lot of people talked about why does she even have to go overseas to play, right? And they say the WNBA should pay their players more. They don't get. We've been here. 
exposure. They yeah. don't get the same exposure that the NBA does. People don't show up to those games. That's they true. Out, they don't pack out the arenas the same way that the NBA does. It's 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 all. Of, but it's hard for people to understand when they don't look at it that way. Because the NBA, the NBA players make the money generated by the NBA players. Exactly. The WNBA players get money generated by what they, but they get paid based off what they generate. Essentially, it's not the same. And them niggas not making no money to hoop. It's some of them girls in there making seventy thousand dollars a hoop. Boy, that's the top end. They just put a stat out that said LeBron made more money last year than the entire WNBA. His NBA contract paid him more money. Last year, the WNBA's payroll as a whole is twelve million dollars. Twelve. Russell Westbrook gets forty, getting forty-one. Forty-six. John Wall got paid forty-three million dollars to sit on the bench last year. He didn't even show up to the games anymore. He was in Houston tricking off and got paid. Yeah, that shit real. But the NBA so generates. Funny, but that's also why these women they making they're making so much more money overseas. Now, what I will say is it's Brittany Grimes' fault that she's in fucking jail. That's the part that no one wants to You gotta be very, you have to be very cognizant of where you're going at any given time. I don't care. And she and, and she says that she didn't. She said she she said she was packing in a rush and she didn't mean to put rush, that in blah, there. Blah, blah. First of all, you went overseas to play. You shouldn't be packing in a rush. You've been overseas. You've been overseas on vacation. Mm-hmm. Did you ever pack in a rush? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if you knew you about to, what nigga is packing in a rush, and you know you about to be gone for at least two three months? Doesn't happen. That's not a thing. There's no way that's a thing. Like you can't pack to be gone two three months. The night before. That's a fact. Whether it was prescribed, whether, bro, you you got you got to be aware of where you going. Y'all know that niggas get. Y'all know that niggas get locked up in Australia for like bringing food into the country. Mm-hmm. You gotta like you have to be very cognizant of where you going. Like them niggas will hem you up in that bitch over <laughs> some food. Over, no. bro. You seen it was recently like a couple of days ago. It was a nigga that was going to Australia and he came in that bitch with me muffins, and they hemmed that nigga up. They should have for eating fucking with muffins. In all, and I know you, you don't really know this, but like in all honesty, McDonald's and other countries hits. Oh, it must be other countries because I worked at McDonald's for a month, and I seen where the muffins come from. And you, you should be arrested. Uh, anything you, eat, anything I'm, t- I'm telling you, right? You now. remember my McRib? You've been around. You remember my McRib's rant on Twitter? You remember that? Yeah, but I and I believed in that. There's no, there's no version of, there's no version of this where anybody should be eating McRibs. Make anything. But McDonald's in other countries. Actually, any fast food restaurant in any other country besides the U.S. That shit slaps. That makes sense because you know, like um, they shit, the ingredients be fresh. They act, well, you know, other they do be different, but like the ingredients be fresh. Well, a lot of other countries just aren't capitalist capitalist societies, and that helps. But you know, they say there's an ingredient in Skittles that they've known about for years. It's like titanium, titanium dioxide. Yeah. yeah. And that shit is banned in every first world country but us. And we still giving kids that shit. Skittles. I fuck Skittles up. 
I love me some Skittles, dog. Yo, when I played ball, right, when I played Little League, if we had a woo hit, like we knocked a nigga out, we got a handful of Skittles on the sideline for knocking niggas out. Start running back, put it in the game, you get two handfuls, bro, right here. Fill me up. Busting Skittles. Yeah, that's, that's a real story. That's a real that's story. Yo, no, I swear, yo, I, yo, fuck it. It's a true story. So, bro. <laughs> Once again, we knock a nigga play. block off of Skittles. We gonna retract, but like she gotta, you gotta be cognizant. Like, not real shit. You gotta know better. She knew better. She should know better. And then, now nah, she didn't. She didn't deserve. She didn't deserve nine. She didn't deserve nine years for half oh, no, of. That's for, just Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Probably not. Honestly, it depends. Because again, uh, I it, also think that she was trying to kind of slip that shit through. Yeah, like niggas be slipping shit around the U.S. and Russia caught that shit. Cause I for sure brought some weed back from Seattle. Like it's the same niggas that had a holocaust. Like Russia's a nasty place, man. She should have played. It's in the Germany. same niggas that had a holocaust, basically. You gotta think if they let one nigga take that bitch over and and goddamn put people in concentration camps. You That's think they not gonna lock your ass up over some uh <laughs> over some weed oil? And you American? They gonna bust your and ass. And they don't even like you? It's fact. And you funny the niggas that you going they going to war with? Come on, dog. That's a fact. So um last thing I wanna get to, man, um, Brianna Taylor. Um there's been some new developments in her case. Have you uh looked this over? I Because I was told you didn't. <laughs> I gave it a glance over. <laughs> so to help out a little bit Kelly Goodlett Joshua James Kyle Meany And Brett Hankinson Face federal charges um, The officers were charged With civil rights offenses un- Unconstitutional use of force Obstruction and conspiracy um, Basically what they found Is that the actual affidavit, affidavit um, That was used to raid the home of Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner, Jesus Christ, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend was falsified. Um, there wasn't any real cause for them to receive raid that property to begin with. Um, no, apparently they were. Uh, they said that there were packages being um, mm-hmm. being sent to Brianna Taylor's house, mm-hmm. and they had checked with the postal service. The person, the postal service. They checked with the uh, the local uh, police department and postal service, um, and the postal service said that there wasn't anything um, that they have no record of anything being sent there for him, mm-hmm. or anything that is being sent there on the regular. And they falsified the information in the in the, uh, in the report, basically saying that it was and it wasn't, Absolutely. which led to the search warrant, which led to them kicking down her door, which led to Absolutely, through through a not a no knock warrant. Through a no knock warrant, which basically means they just gonna bust your door down. And yeah, which they did have one of the officers was charged um, because of the bullets being fired went to another apartment. He was charged. He got acquitted on those charges, but you know I think it's called it as a wonton or whatever that charge. Yeah, um, but um, upon hearing this, right, you know I know for me. It's somewhat, um, on for for me. I'm, um, I appreciate the fact they're still investigating. Right, right. Like two years. Yes, two, two, two yes, two. Yeah, about two and a half no, years that, ago. Was that March or? Was that was twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. It was uh, 
George Floyd must have been March. Mm-hmm. So Breonna Taylor had to be May. May right. Right. So uh, for me, it's somewhat comforting knowing that they're still investigating these crimes, still looking into shit, and still trying to figure out what's what. Um, obviously, for us, the service is why is this shit still happening? Um, but upon, upon hearing this and seeing that some sort of justice may be served, um, what's your immediate reaction to it? I mean, we're making progress. It ain't. I don't think it's nearly fast enough. Right. Um, a, you can't bring Brad Brown to life. Right. So that's the, that's the flat out bottom line. We have to get to a point where none of this stuff is happening in the first place and we don't have to go and get justice. Secondly, if we do have to go and get justice, it shouldn't be two years down the road. This shit should be, this should be cut and dry, immediate. You know what I'm saying? It should be dealt with. Now, granted, if I, if I remember reading correctly, that two of the, two of the officers, two out of the four officers had already been, uh, had already been fired anyway. And then the other two, they just let go mm-hmm. um, earlier this week when they found out the information or whatever. But that whole shit, to be honest, if you like really do like really deep, uh, really deep reading on that shit, that whole shit was shady as fuck. Right. And typically Super it shady. is. And typically it is. When you look at these crimes, it's just, for me, it's just wild because when you look at the crimes from 50 years ago and you kind of dig into the details of them. They're shady. Like, this is what they did to get around certain rules and the lies they told. I mean, even now, we see people, they, um, they're trying to go back and charge um, the woman who said Emmett Till whistled out her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the one who organized him to go get get him. Like, they're in North Carolina right now, like, at her door. Like, nah, you got to deal with this shit. You know what I'm saying? This woman was, like, 90-something years old, and they still trying to bring her to justice for it. And so it's like, if that happened that long ago, and here we are in 2022, and we're still dealing with it, we can say it's progress, but for me, it's like, what, are are we settling? Is it real progress? Are we just happy with whatever you give us? I mean, it's tough. I think it's a little bit of everything, bro. Like, we're happy with whatever you give us, but at the same time, we got to realize that this shit got to stop somewhere. I think the Breonna Taylor thing was different from the standpoint of um, a lot of the a lot of this uh, police brutality is ha- was happening in the moment of it like going on like mm-hmm. niggas just taking too far in the moment. What we're coming to find out with the Breonna Taylor shit is is that it was premeditated. Mm-hmm. Like it was shit that went on prior to that that when they came and bust her door down. You know what I'm saying, and end up shooting her, and of course, you know, shoot him or well, well he they shot at him, and yeah. he died, or whatever. But like when they came and did all of that shit, there was actually no reason for it. They had no re- they had no reason to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So I think this is almost it's not a it's almost a standalone case yeah. where it's, where niggas is getting pulled over and traffic stops and doing whatever. You know, this is like. These niggas was in the house sleep. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. They was sleep, dog. Like 
y'all really y'all really falsify information. Like y'all took that shit to another level because y'all falsified information I'll, and then went through with some shit that y'all had no business doing. I'll be I'll be honest, man, and I, and I I like to think of myself as a positive person. I just don't know where this shit stops. To be honest, like I don't I don't I, I and, and again like you said like it, it's so it's somewhat of a win, um, but. Still is, and I said all the time, like this shit is it's a system. Like these are systems that are set, and if you know anything about how a system works, it's really, really hard to bring it down, right? Yeah. You, if you drive a car, your engine is a system, and there's things that go wrong in that system all the time. But because of the way it's constructed and built, if this get exactly if this fails, this picks up the slack for that, mm -hmm. just enough to keep that shit going, right? So it's the same concept. Like, yeah, you can chink, you can poke a hole here, but this down here covers that. So we made it. It's like the George Floyd thing, right? All right, take him to jail. We can't fight that. Take him to jail. Same thing in Ahmaud Arbery. Yo, send him to jail. We can't do nothing with that. It's yeah. two cases. We got hundreds of thousands of others. That people are walking. Yo, Shorty walked into fam, uh, fam's apartment in Dallas. And said shot that nigga. Shot that nigga cold. Shot him dead cold on his couch in his apartment. In his own apartment. Minding his own business. And all and she said was. Wrong, and he and she in the wrong apartment. Quote and all she said was, oh shit, I thought this was my spot. My bad. But you walked in guns blazing. To your spot. You know what I'm saying? To your spot. Shot an unarmed man. That was supposedly your like you walked in that shit. You literally walked in that shit, guns blazing in your own shit. Exactly. Who does that? And that's my thing is we're, we're, honestly, we're easily twenty, twenty five years from getting mm -hmm. to a point where this shit's not an issue. That's a fact. Like it's gonna have to happen. I, I hate to say it, but it's gonna have to, it's gonna have to keep happening. And we're gonna have to keep getting, you know what I'm saying? We have to we're gonna have to start keep getting these convictions, keep getting results regarding these situations before the shit completely stops. Because mm -hmm. now cause now these these white folk, bro, they're gonna be like, Well shit, we gonna go to jail. Mm -hmm. These niggas gonna lock our ass up. We can't keep doing we can't keep doing this white privilege shit no more. Yep. And that's what's gonna take, man. So um so in closing, man, wrapping up, man. Um, Bro, you did did you did you check out the Will Smith shit, man? <laughs> I did. I still didn't watch it. <laughs> I, still, I still didn't watch it. I still didn't watch it. You watched it. What you got, man? I I watched the uh, uh, Will Smith apology, man. Um, so after about I guess it's been what maybe four or five months now, Will Smith came out and gave uh, an apology to Chris Rock. Yeah, it was directly in response to an interview that uh, Chris Rock's mom did. Um, she basically was just like, you know, when, when Will slapped Chris, she slapped us all. No, she didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> Ain't nobody slapped she me. She basically played that shit like that nigga slapped the whole black community type he shit. He didn't like, slap me. <laughs> oh, shit. Like. Slap who? She was like, man, she slapped, he slapped us all. And I think she was really alluding more so to her whole family or whatever. But okay, yeah, he slapped shit all of them. There ain't nobody yeah. did nothing. And uh, I Chris guess ain't did shit. Tony ain't did it. Remember no Tony Rock? Tony Rock ain't did nothing either. Well, apparently them boys friends. 
Not no more. Well, yeah, that's what he said. He said he think their relationship is irreparable. I think so. <laughs> um, and Will basically came out. And, you know, he had a video probably like three, four days ago, where he sat down. And he just apologized. You know, he apologized to Chris and his mom on Instagram. Um, he answered like a few questions, like, uh, "Why didn't you apologize to Chris during the?" Uh, your award acceptance, your award acceptance speech, or uh, you know, why'd you do it in the first place, and you know X, Y, and Z. I, and I think a for me, um, my personal opinion, we didn't have to do that shit at all. Like, he he had, well, he, no, no, no. He, he didn't had to slap the nigga in the first place. A, but B, he didn't have to give out an apology. This apology video was completely unnecessary. Will, Will ain't posted shit since the uh, since the uh, the fucking. He should have slapped him. Well, that's not here nor there. See, but we on the pod, y'all been here before. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why the, we the, the, issue, the, the only, only, the only thing that Will is is Jaya. Exactly. That's the only issue in the slap had nothing to do with what Will did. It was I'm more okay in who you did it for. He did overreact. I'm okay with him defending his wife's honor, but your wife never defends your honor. And because she never does that, I wouldn't have done it. Like, I don't fuck with let me tell y'all something. I used to have the biggest crush on Jada. I used to love Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. But she been wilding so bad over the last two, three years. You think it's ironic that Will dropped the apology video during August considering what Jada... That okay. had nothing to do with it. Definitely. That's such a, that's in poor taste. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a poor taste. My bad. I'm sorry. Continue really, my bad. Like, Will really be struggling with shit. But I think real. I think one of Will's. Yeah, he's struggling is, with his wife. Absolutely, but I think one of Will's problem is he won't leave her. Is is that he? Uh, he won't leave her. Well, that's honestly part of the problem too. But I think he he has this image that I think he tries to uphold all the time. I and feel like he had. I think it upsets him when he doesn't live up. To that image, I think the, the problem is, is that Will's been living in a image that's not Will, and now you saw the Will Will come out, and now you have to live in the truth of this whole perfect guy that you portrayed yourself to be ain't that my family life ain't perfect. What I do here ain't perfect. Me and my wife been out here slutting out all these different people for years. Y'all just never knew about it. Now y'all know because one of the people. My wife was out here fucking and came out and told all y'all we've been doing this. And she took advantage of me in my weak moment. And I said, well, goddamn, well, you knew about this. And we were like, well, I was getting some pussy too, but, you know, all my hoes kept it quiet. It is what it like. It's, 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 all this shit is very simple. You know Actually, what I mean? It is, shit, it, a lot of it is Jada's fault. Actually, you know what I mean? But percent of that shit Jada's fault. It is, but the fact that, yeah, because she didn't control her end of the bar. She, she didn't But the fact that the matter is, is that all the signs were there for Will. All the Tupac shit. She's posting all these poems of Tupac. You're doing all these things. Your kids, to love your kids half of Tupac. And who, she, they never met They never dude. met him, never experienced anything about him, right? Like, it's been there. It's always been there. And you ignored it. And now, like to me, honestly, this oh, is no, this a lesson. Out of now. Yeah, it is. And to me, you honestly, this shit ride too long. to me, this is this is a lesson in realizing the power in being yourself. 
I love Will and what he represents, just just as Will, right? As a kid from Philly who grew up, became this big star as a rapper first, then we got on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I respect that, you know what I mean? Then you shift to Independence Day and, and Men in Black and all these movies, cool. But the last five years when he became this Instagram star, you're doing your skydiving with the family, and you put your family out in the light, you're leaving yourself open to get holes poked in your image. And that's what happened. And eventually, that true, uh, my mama always say this shit. One thing about that go around is that shit always come back around. And that's all that happened. Now Will got put in a situation where Chris Rock is cracking his jokes about your wife. And that nigga and you come back out. You go up there and slap him. Keep my wife, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Blah, blah, cool. You got to deal with it. So I feel like while Jada does take a lot of blame in this because, and, and we don't hold Jada accountable. I mean, this, to me, the smile Jada had, the kind of laughing after that shit was kind of sick. And I spoke to how I would, I wouldn't want me to get pushed to that level and my girl think that shit cute and funny. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, Will at some point has to, you know, look in the mirror and realize his role in this shit. And he got to get rid of Jay to let her go be with Tupac. Because he around here somewhere. Yeah, Pop around here somewhere. He, Two, the only, he the only nigga I know that died and uh, still be making music, coming out with shit. We talking about shit. You see, too. you see, uh, how how Tupac? You see Michael Jackson died. We ain't heard a peep. That's a fact. How Tupac got a song about Brocko? That's a. It was a sample. That was a sample. And I'll be honest, I don't even believe that Michael Jackson. That's not like the weekend to me. And we can, but you talking about don't matter shit. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. That's a fucking weekend. Yeah. That one, Michael Jackson weekend. I think that I, it might have been a lost. Michael I know Abel. I know Abel when I hear him, man. That was the weekend. That was a weekend before the drugs. And then Tupac's still alive. And truthfully, he and make Jay, his own and, and, but Jada on nigga who know and Jada be meeting up with that nigga. Mm-hmm. She be fucking him too. And actually, he and probably live in the house. And actually, why we keeping that shit a book, them kids know, Jay, know Tupac too. Willow done met Tupac. Because she like him too much. She like him too much. Talk to she, out here, she out here with the lip. All right. And she got a bald head like him too. She kind of look alike. She know. Mm-hmm. She she do like Tupac. Then he got in South America somewhere. I mean, uh, South Africa Ooh, or some shit. What if Willow really Tupac daughter? That would make no sense. Why? Because they were too. Honestly, them kids look too much like them for them to be for one of them to be Tupac daughter. You seen bald head Willow? She like Pac a little. Bit. I mean, she had hair. You remember she whipped her hair? But when she shaved the head, she like Pac. She don't. She still look. She like, like a mix between Pac and Reggie Miller. She look like her mama. She actually look like her grandma, actually. That's fair. And for her grandma to be on cocaine, she look real. She look real good. She look real. Good. That's a, that's the finest crackhead I've seen. That's the finest crackhead I've ever seen. Well, between her and Whitney Houston. No, no, no. She got Whitney. She got Whitney beat. You think so? Yeah. Nippy, your top five. Mm, you know who else was a fine crackhead? Wanda from So Far, and Mel. Well, you know, she uh she a stripper on uh P-Valley. Roulette. Really you watching P Valley? I stopped watching it um when niggas started when niggas f- was getting a little too rowdy. 
<laughs> niggas started getting too rowdy, so I stopped watching it. I was like, I can't. You thought the niggas first, was rowdy? The niggas was rowdy. Which was? Lil Murder and, Fan- and Co. I heard Uncle. I heard a uh, little murder told Uncle Clifford to fill him up. He wasn't talking about gas. You weren't pumping gas. I haven't seen that episode. You said he was pumping ass. I seen, I seen a clip on uh, producer. You see this episode? So what happened? What you think that means? Was he pumping ass or pumping gas? You said fill him up. He was pumping Bro, the he gas. Bro, he said fill me up. He said fill me up, nigga. <laughs> like it was the most thug. It was the most thug. Lil Murder don't got signed because he doing a lot. No. He ain't got Lil no record Murder. deal yet. No. Lil Murder got a whole family. He do. Life. She think Lil Murder pregnant? When um I started watching actually after the first season wasn't the first season was good like the the, the gay shit was like limited but I think they got they hit you with Okie though they the made you think they made you so, think that they made you think it was about the strip club but it has nothing to do with the strip club it was really about the strip club yeah, first, first season. season I'm saying it the really, second season the second had nothing to do with really it ain't been about strip club no, that it's shit been about, about COVID and every everything but the pink yeah. Or maybe been about the pink. After um, after that episode, that it was a uh, that little murder in uh in a big T had a little thing. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, when he uh, yeah, I had, I had to buy a lot. They said this. They said Cliff took the wig off and got right with murder. Mm, apparently, that what they said. I think. It's Producer, you rapping? I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I had to stop. I really did. No, you aren't they, the first person I've heard say that. that shit, it was too graphic for me. And then they talked that bitch off. They talked that bitch off. That's a wild. That's a wild phrase. That's a wild phrase to use. They talked that bitch off. They that's why I said it's time for us to go. <laughs> they talked that bitch off with the condom on the dresser. A used one? Yeah. Who do that? When I use condoms, normally I had to find them in the bed. Yeah, I, I don't do that. You a special nigga, man. I, <laughs> I, I remember what you I do with yours. That I, shit got you in trouble one time, too, remember? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You judge me not, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> judge me not. We friends. I know stories, nigga. Tell me, we'll put money in trash can. Yeah, bitch, where that got you? <laughs> nigga. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. when they leave, I take it and flush them down the toilet. But I ain't leaving in the bed that night. That's wild. I mean, you may want to we need talk. We need to talk about that off. Me, I mean, I don't need to talk about it now. This was you. I know. I said off air. I said oh, we yeah, need to talk yeah, about yeah. that off air. But you like, said that like I still do it. You said it like you still did. No, no, no. I don't use comments no more. I mean, that's real. I respect. <laughs> Pushing P. <laughs> 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 oh. Yo, we appreciate Yo, we appreciate y'all fucking with this man fucking no, with the first time. Enough. First time, last time, anytime is always love on this side. Thank you, thank you already. Hit no. My, hit, hit, hit um, my favorite, hit my favorite one, man. Which one? By Damn. Um? Damn. Look at you. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Look at your yes sir, yes sir. Um, you know what I'm saying? You fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't you worry.
worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. Those are real deal facts. I promise you. I know a few people that like us. We up to like seventeen thousand five hundred listens. Like Ooh, people like oh, us. Yeah, that's yeah, we amazing. Rolling. Yeah, we roll them, man. Yeah, yeah, we outside. We outside. What's up, bro? Yeah, like I feel look, like that deserves an applause. You know what I'm saying, little. Saying folks really yeah. be tuning in and shit. Yo, like niggas yeah. listen, yo, if people listen to us in Ukraine. Really? Which is, no real shit. I can show you the map. In Ukraine, which is wild because they at war. And they get time to listen to that's tough, man. You gotta leave them niggas alone, man. man. I don't fuck with you. Them boys throw rocks at tanks. I don't want no problems. I wanna listen to them in Ukraine, man. I need to get on Instagram or something. Yeah, man. If you if you in the Ukraine and you listen to this, man, send me a little DM. Maybe maybe somebody you know that uh That's fighting like, Ukraine war? Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, man. Anyway, yeah, man. So, anything y'all want to leave the people with before we get out of here? Uh, I don't think I have nothing, man. I, I know we're preparing like a catchphrase or something. You ain't got nothing. I ain't really got nothing. No man. last words for the people? Yeah, hey, I don't got no last words, man. Producer? Your oh, friend. bro. What was, uh. Oh, Lord. This why we support shit. It's not, bro. What was uh damn? What was Tiffany quote? Damn, I can't. Oh, remember. be a real nigga. Don't wait now. Don't wait. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah, no. I for I might make that shit a drop. That, that, bro, shit that shit real. That might have been the best thing that we got said on this podcast. Yo, be a real nigga a today. Real. Start today. Don't wait till. Don't, don't wait. wait. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. She said that shit calm too. She meant that shit. She meant that shit. That shit caught like, me off guard. <laughs> I was like, that's some real ass shit, boy. Mm-hmm. Hey man, stop pretending out here. If you're gonna be a real nigga, be a real nigga today. Don't wait. That's the Don't fact. start. Don't start tomorrow. Start today. All facts. That's a fact. Producer, anything? You know, just want everybody to do whatever makes them happy. Just self pleasure. If that if that's what makes you happy, by all means. <laughs> uh, so she wants y'all to do whatever. She wants y'all to masturbate and, and enjoy it. Oh, but I do have a question. So, uh, can I keep my producer job? Mm. We'll talk about it. Fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how your contract works out. Yeah, it might be like a part time. Oh, part time producer. Part time producer. We can do that. I'm okay with that. You cool being part time? Yes, that's totally fine. Okay, we got can other do. ventures I'm working on anyway. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, God anyway, man. We out. All that good shit, man. Appreciate y'all. All love. You already know. Deuces. Peace and love. When I start to care, then I find there is no one there. But I think of you, and I know we are something new. We get high. Crazy blue, like St. Elmo's fight, love so sharp and flat that it's hard to know just where you're at. Where you're we at. get high, high, crazy blue, like St. Elmo's fight, love so sharp and flat that it's hard to know just where you're at. We get high, crazy blue. You know when you're down. Almost five, so sharp. You come from the bottom.
show my girl a side of you ain't got shit to do I put you on to some real shit if you ain't scared to take a hit or two Stay away from that Reggie Can't deal with them middlemen Who gives a fuck if he keep them clean You can't ride on them little tins They say they got it, they ain't got it They don't seem to feel no guilt Got peanut butter but no jelly Got cereal but no milk Where I'm from, that's a half-ass nigga Half of the time, old half-ass nigga Mad cause they can't get down with the team Still saying at the end of the draft-ass nigga Getting high on these low lights Dead the chumps, give them no life Cut them loose, keep your knife Don't need a hoe and make a your wife Don't make a hoe your husband either Hard to win the game when you're playing with a cheater I be telling them that you can't change niggas Better off keeping that change to the meter Give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast.